<laughs> How are you? Don't ask. What's, the, uh, what's, what's the matter? It's a very long story, which uh, I don't know if you can... Uh, you, you won't be here, and you've got stuff to do there. You've got to go and lose some money. No, nah, I'm not losing money today. Why not? Because I'm here working, believe it it's or Wednesday. not. Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. So oh, I'm you in got Detroit. You got some time. I plunged last night. Yeah, Beast did. He went to and the casino. And Wheel of the, Fortune? The, yes, the wheel, was, uh, the wheel was interesting last night. Was it a good machine? It, it was a good machine, but I thought I was going to get screwed because some woman took my machine, and she was making out like a bandit. But then, for some reason, she cashed out when she was up, which is a bad thing to do. Yeah. And then uh, I got on it, and I cashed out like a bandit. Really? So I did well. And then he walked back. Then I, yeah, I walked through the streets of Detroit back last night. Oh, brilliant. Ah, what a smart guy, huh? Yeah. Well, he always had that suicidal look to him. <laughs> Death wish. So what's up? I'm not going to be able to hear it. No, I just I don't want to go into it. It's, uh, you know, yesterday I left at 2 o'clock. The last 20 hours of my life have been so psychologically debilitating. And you want to know why? Because I'm a really slow learner. I don't learn my lesson, you know? This, this, this show is on the wrong radio station. That's my problem. I'm on the wrong radio station. Have been for eight years. Where do you want to go? That, I, 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 that's not the point where I want to go. I'm not go, going anywhere. But the fact of the matter is that, that we don't do a sports show. And the rest of this day, I'm, I'm like an island. You, This crossover that you and I have every morning for a few minutes, this is the only relationship I have with the rest of the radio station. Yesterday, I worked, yeah, I don't want to say I worked feverishly on that stupid red Cody poll. And the only reason I did was because I wanted to jam it down the other guy's throat. Because they're obviously using that for for a purpose. It's a purpose-driven thing to try to give the public the appearance that they're really uh, either kicking our ass or they're like neck and neck. Yeah. And so when I finished at 2 o'clock, forget about the individual thing, QAM versus uh, 790. We had 891 votes, and they had 146. You following that? Yeah. Now, you know what it would be like if, if I was in a relay race, which, God forbid, that's the thought of it is pretty sickening. But uh, in a relay race, and I open up a gigantic secretariat-like lead, only ten times that much of a lead, and then the next guy in a relay comes along, I hand him the baton, and the next guy sits down on the ground. Yeah, Beast told me. He showed me what happened. Yeah. And so as the day went on, every couple hours I'd come in here and I'd look at the Herald website and I'd see, our people are doing nothing, and that's obviously because they weren't talking about it. I mean, they didn't have to devote their whole shows about it. But give me a little support. My name isn't on there. i got nothing to benefit from. It's a little pride in where you work and the people that you work with and try to goose them up a little bit, you know. It's called a team game. And our people have blinders on, man. They don't know what it means to be a team game. And I don't exist. Whatever happens between 10 and 2, man, might as well uh, flush it down the toilet as far as the sports nerds are concerned. And it really pisses me off, big time. But nevertheless... Well, the fact that you're not in the poll in the first place. Yeah. I mean, like I could say if I was that, on there uh, trying to goose up my own number. I'm, I'm not on there. I don't do a sports show. So so I have a chance to be like the arbitrator here, like a little more objective, you know. That's a th so it's a phony. You know, you, what did you think was going to happen? No, no, that, you're missing the point. You, you don't understand. It wouldn't have happened had our people been been banging away at it. I, I knew their people would. That's fine. They, they're entitled to it. It's their idea. It's their, it's their setup. But the fact of the matter is, and people can say, well, it's only a silly thing in the Greg Cody's uh, blog. It's in the newspaper, and you know as well as I do, when people read something in a newspaper, 90% of people, maybe 95% of people, believe that it's true because they read it in the newspaper. Well, it depends on what newspaper so it is. So it a psychological impression that, boy, those guys are really, uh, they're right up there with QAM. In fact, they're kicking their ass, you know. In fact, they're like, last time I looked, uh, 38 votes ahead of us. Yeah. 
it's a joke. I mean, a period of hour, hours went by, and we had increased by like 25 votes, and they were like getting 300 more and 500 more and seven. And I'm saying, I wanted to cry. I wanted to sit here like an old woman and put my head in my hands and get a uh, and, and just cry. What the, what the hell did what was the effort for yesterday for farming? It was fun. We had some fun with it, and it was uh, different. And it wasn't you know the same old shack this and shack that and shack shack me a bender shack to bendigo whatever that thing was. God. Well, Seriously, we got we got some really uh, desperate people on this station who just you know I'm just out of step, man. I just I'm in a, on a different planet. My concept of competing is totally different. Maybe that's why I got numbers, you know, because I I believe in competing. I believe in taking somebody, taking the competition, whoever they might be. And they're, and they're not my competition. I don't compete with them. They don't have any number in midday. But I believe in when you got them on the mat, you, take, you put your hands around their neck and you squeeze until they, they can't breathe anymore. That, that's just the way you compete. It's, uh, anytime a newspaper runs a poll, you're going to get a phony result. I'm not sure what you can do about it either. I mean, I know you, uh, you, what you're trying to do, but... You know, and the bottom line is that the poll's bogus. I don't know if you heard anything I just said. I heard everything you said. Yeah. We know that the poll is bogus. We know that it has an, a, a purpose to it, an intent. And the fact of the matter is I squashed that intent for four hours yesterday, and the rest of our people could have done the same thing. We could be 2,000 votes ahead of them right now, but our people are too busy with the... And, and, and that's it. And Jimmy and Danny and Dan, every now and then another that. You see, yeah. I, yeah, I think you're aware of it because you've been in this for a long time. We're not in the sports business. We're in the entertainment business. Right. We're here to entertain the public. We're here, like like Howard Beale said in Network, we're in the boredom-killing business. That's right. Well, it's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. And a lot of our people don't understand that. But nevertheless, I'm, a, I'm an island man. That's it. After 2 o'clock, if they want to put on Ishkabibble and Senior Wences after 2, I, I don't care anymore. I just, I just give up. I throw in the towel. If they get 50,000 votes on this pool, more power to them. At least their people are, you know, they're behind it and they're having some fun with it and they're doing it. Well, even 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 your close personal friend, do, 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 do. even that one, even though it was always negative and derogatory and hostile, and he alienated everybody in the building and on the outside too. But even he, you, know, you would recognize you or me. There was like there was like some crossover, even though it was very negative and hostile. But at least there was some there was some continuity there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we always gave him a lot of airtime. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, you sure as hell did. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. See, Mo. And if he would have run with it, he could like uh, he might still be there. He could have been. He would in the have service. a little bit of sense of humor, which he doesn't. But but other than that, I'm just I draw the line at two. Whatever they put on, more power to them. They 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 can put Joyce farting on the air for four hours and it, and probably get a bigger number than uh, than your friend got the last two months. You know what? It, it couldn't because she doesn't make a sound. No, now she's never farted. I'm sure of that. Not an upright bitch like her. Without sound. Yeah. Uh, you can't use she, the sound. She, only, she does the SBDs. That's where it came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where it came from. Rectum. <laughs> Believe me. Well, calm down. Your life is good. Out, outside of that place, my life is great. Yeah. Sensational. I could never ask for more. I've, I've got my own issues right now with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anything we want to hear about? Nah. You know what? I, uh, <laughs> Come on, let's go. I I just unloaded. See, I'm always the one that's got to open up a big mouth. Yeah, you guys but, are a uh, bunch of wusses. I, I want to work the rest of the week, as long as I'm here. Yeah. 
But, hey, you know, it's a, it's a usual thing. You know, we come up here and uh, you should see the setup that other stations have. I mean, they look um, like real radio stations. Uh, like professional, yeah. Glossy banners and first-rate equipment. We have, you know, headsets Crap. that uh, didn't work when we got here. The water yeah. was affecting the headsets. We have, um, my name is not on anything <laughs> here. I mean, that, you know, it's just not a big deal, I guess. Right. But, you know, they send us off. With everybody else has. Way, man. Everybody else has an engineer, a producer, and, you know, uh, you know, there are two or three people per station. Here it's yeah. just me and the Beast. And the Beast, to his credit, is, you know, really hustling. But uh, yeah. we're undermanned compared to everybody here. Hmm, what a shock. Yeah. See, we got a new guy in there, and he seems like a really good guy. In fact, uh-huh. I sent him another lengthy email at midnight last night because I, really, I was just foaming at the mouth. And... Uh, yeah, he means well, but he's inherited such a nightmare that I just don't know. Like I said before, it's the Humpty Dumpty syndrome. Greg broke it into so many zillion pieces. I don't know that anybody can put the pieces back together again. The egg is broken. The eggshell is uh, laying in tatters now, you know, and, and they're in denial about it. You know, they can bring in all the new salespeople. we we got a hundred new salespeople now. Every morning now they bring in another new sales broad. Hey, here's this one, here's that one. I, I had a, listen, this will put a smile on your face. They brought in some chick this morning who's been with us, I don't know, a couple of months. I don't know what her name is even. I forgot. She was that memorable. And she said she used to work in Vero Beach and on a station that carried my show. I said, no. I said, uh, oh, yes, you, you were on. I, I said, no, I've never been on Vero Beach or any other radio station. I, yeah, no, I'm positive. You were on our station. Okay. Is that, does that paint the picture for you? <laughs> See, I told you you'd get a little chuckle out of that. <laughs> oh. oh, well, the stiff's gone. Uh-huh. Stiffy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure, my, I'm sure that mine is gone, too, for the rest of my life after yesterday. <laughs> Boy. By the way, how, how do you go from an 800-volt being behind? That's what I'd like to know. Who, who dropped the ball? Who dropped the ball, Bo? And, of course, we got this two-to-four revolving dough for Mo. Every What's good for the goose is good for the gander. What is it? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, goose this, Bo Camper. <laughs> Doll is a five-year-old razor blade. I like to watch women's softball. Well, go ahead. Beats having you on our I'm yeah. looking at this thing now. Joe Rose has pulled even with Mandich. I know, 296 apiece. I know that. Don't you think I'm keeping track? And you know something? I'm done with it. I, I'm, I'm my hands off. If they want to get 50,000 votes on there, great. More power to them. I say hallelujah. Good job. Well done. You know you know how bogus it is. And the only, see, you keep saying it's bogus. The only reason it's bogus is because our people are allowing them to make it bogus. It's, it's, like, it's like they borrowed the Diebold voting machines from the Bush people, you know. And by the way, you know what, our, you know what this station reminds me of? Our sports. Maybe it's just a late turnout. <laughs> yeah, all right. When the rural vote comes in from Sweetwater and Oges, yeah. then they're really going to kick our ass. Right. Yeah. Well, I got nothing to do with any of this. You know, I don't. I don't do a sports show. I'm giving up after the Leafs lost again on the shootout last night. I'm giving up sports altogether. And Eddie Belfer couldn't stop a bowling ball from a hundred yards away. Shoot out my ass. Oh, that's what Joyce said. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <my> Well, listen, you guys have a good time. And don't be wandering around. Listen, I lived there, man, for two years. Don't be wandering around Detroit, yeah. a beast. 
Unless you got a death wish, you're a crazy person. He won how, money in a how, casino. How far, he was a mark. How far did you walk in the uh, dark? About a mile. No, Jesus, he's <laughs> still alive. It was wow. Cold. It was cold and dark. Wow. They probably thought, they saw you, they probably thought the spaceship landed. They ran the other direction. <laughs> God. It's a walking bowling ball. Let's get out of here. <laughs> they, they probably thought it was Rover from the prisoner. <laughs> Well, listen, you guys have a good time. Yeah, thanks. And don't lose too much now. Uh, just remember, uh, don't I'll bet be with a, your head. Like I'll Harvey Pack would say, bet with your head, not over it. I'll be leaving for Las Vegas on Friday. So. Are you really? Yes. What, are you going on vacation? No, well, I'm going to take a couple of days off. Yeah, but yeah, I'm doing I the... Do uh, I'm, in fact, I'm taking a couple off starting right now. I do the gambling story on ESPN Sunday on the Super I'm, I'm going out this afternoon. Or I wasn't going to, but I'm uh, 2 o'clock, you know. The excuse being that my maid comes at two on Wednesday, which she does, you know, so I got to get out of here. But yeah, I'm going out there, and I, I don't care if I lose what I lose. If I lose eight zillion dollars here today, it'll be better than being around here and getting all bogged down with this place. This, this, this is a killer. This place. This is just, uh, you know, killer, debilitating. You know, they should the beast boyfriend is in there thing. scratching his head and scratching his package, wondering, oh gee, how come he's upset again? Gee, he's getting awfully uh, testy lately. Uh, you know, he don't get it. George had to go in there for half an hour give him a seminar on why we're pissed off. A real newspaper wouldn't publish a poll like that. Well, why not? It's for fun, okay? It's the op- we, we had just as much opportunity to, to stack the deck as they did, okay? And we did. I did it yesterday. 891 to 146. Is that close? No. We had that LeBastard packed for exactly what he is, a phony baloney, man. They're all in bed together over there, including, I think, Boog and LeBastard. I hear a lot of stories about that. Figuratively and literally. I think they're doing something. I think they uh, saw that cowboy movie too many times. <laughs> like pushing Cheney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you like Cheney's eyeballs rolling around last night? I wasn't going to watch any of it, but I saw the last few minutes and the Democratic pathetic response when Bush talked about alternative sources and getting away from dependence on Middle East oil. I thought Cheney's eyeballs are going to pop out of his head. Yeah. Of course, he'll be, you know, they'll, we'll all be long dead by that time anyway, so it's just all, all talk. They won't be talking about that poll when we're all dead. That's for sure. Well, you have a good day and stay yeah, alive. I'm going to give it a, a shot. Okay. I'm going ballistic today. I'm just, I'm just going to scream for four hours. Well, we'll try to listen to some of this. Go, go ahead. Here. Have a good time. You too. Thanks. For big time sports talk, it's a mad dog. Jim Mandich. I wonder if any of those writers that were calling or talk show hosts that were calling from around the country feel stupid having compared the Indianapolis Colts to a perfect season team at this point. Honestly. I'm oh, the Dolphins had a weak schedule and uh, things just broke right. This, that, and the other happy horse manure. Well... I wonder what they're saying and thinking right now. Or, or do you not hear from them again until the next team runs out 12 and 0? Jim Mandish, your sports authority. Weekdays from 4 to 7 on Sports Radio 560. QAM. I absolutely want to puke. This station stands for nothing. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. Danny and Jimmy. Jimmy and Danny. 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 Jimmy and
Miramar. Hello? Oh, yeah, can you hear me okay? I got a question about the uh, Jimmy and Danny situation. Oh, yeah, uh, Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Danny. Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny, 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 1014 at 560 WQM. It's Wednesday, February 1st. Today it will go down in uh, infamy as far as I'm concerned. Boy, what a what a place. What an... Un- and like I said, I'm done. I'm all done with that uh, phony baloney. Well, you guys time. are on your own, huh? Well, it's about time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm a slow learner. i got nobody to blame but myself. I put my best foot forward there yesterday. We kicked some serious bloody ass. And then uh, the rest of it, like, like I said, rolled over and they spread their legs. And, uh, you know, and that was it. Well, that's a nice image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially Bo Camper. Well, he's gotten fond of that cow that sits in front of University oh, Dodge, no. you know, the one he stole from Dan Dowds. Hey, if you're in a dead end... Oh, all right, sports fans! Winfrey, what did you do? Suggested a book that wasn't quite true. Oprah Winfrey defended James Fry, though he told a million little lies. He wrote a book about his time in rehab. But now it seems that we've all been had. Next we'll find out he never spoke crap. He was addicted to collecting stamps. I think that he's full of it. Oprah Winfrey, what should we do? We only read books that you tell us to. Maybe you are the one who's on drugs for putting this book in Oprah's Book Club. Oi! Oprah's Book Club. 1018 at 560 WQAM, the home of absolute madness, man. Just madness. I have never seen more clueless people who just don't get it. Jimmy and Danny and Danny and... Uh, yeah, at any rate. I was kind of depressed, though. I, I told Hank the whole story, and then he, then he gave me like a non-sequitur, that response about, well, you know, it's a bogus poll. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Well, what, what is that? Well, it's a bogus poll, but that doesn't mean that we can't... I understand you know, that, but we had just every much as opportunity to uh, fix the election as uh, the Bush people did. You know. Oh, the phone's ringing. That means the Boca disc is down there. You know what? Good. What do you think about that one bit, though, huh? It was, it was a little wet. <laughs> oh, Woo, man, you talk about the blind leading the blind. Nice going again, Beasley's. You guys are right on top of it. You see, they could bring in, they could bring in Albert Einstein, uh, Carl Sagan, all these, they could resurrect all of these brilliant dead people, and they could put them in a management team at that place. And as long as the Beasley's are, you know, pulling the strings, it isn't going to make a, a Chinaman's bit of difference in hell. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that uh, to hell with it. 10 to 2, baby. Just keep that in mind. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh, and I that's only it. Ever. Finito. Huh? I only ever. But no, I understand that. But, I mean, yesterday, that whole effort on my part was to try to goose up the radio station and the individual people, our, our sports people. You have to have a little bit of pride. E- even in this place, which I, re- I realize you can't relate to that. 
Sorry. What was the But I mean, when you hear, of course, the kind of money you're making, I can understand why. But the money I'm making, I'm supposed to have like a little bit of pride. I even get paid once in a while on payday. But Jesus Christ Almighty, this 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 myopic. Uh, it's like it's like our people have blinders on. You know, all they can see is the Super Bowl and Shaq and Shaq and a Super Bowl. I mean, what else is going on in sports right now? Is there anything else going on? Does anybody hear about the Panthers? No. Does anybody care about Hurricane basketball? No. We can talk well, about, what, about what might anyway. be going on. What else is going on now besides the Super Bowl of Sunday, which I realize that's big, and, of course, and the heat. That's it. Cha uh, Josh, whatever your name is, can you? Careful. <laughs> Josh Shack. Yeah. Well, what else am I missing? Is there something else going on? I mean, that and hockey, that's it. Let me say it again. Nobody <laughs> Oh, but, uh, believe me, I, I know that. But I'm just saying. Nobody in South Florida cares about hockey. No, what rumors They wouldn't know Ed Belfer from Sobby Helfer, okay? They haven't got any idea what I'm talking about. So I, I think I got my thumb right on it there. That's all there is. Super Bowl. and So it, it doesn't require that much effort to go out of your way a little bit and say, hey, guess what? We realize it's uh, bogus and it's it's geared to make the other guys look like contenders. And, 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 you know, you can go on and say, well, when the book comes out, that's all that counts. Well, take a look at that December number, okay? So maybe the Dolphins did win six in a row and maybe they got a little goose from that. But guess what? Maybe that wasn't it. Maybe that wasn't what it was all about. I don't know because I don't listen to them. And even if I was in town, I wouldn't listen to them under penalty of death. But the fact of the matter is that they're out there, like, plugging away, and we're sitting back like, uh, and, and these guys, unlike the other ones, it's not like wiping a flea off your ass like uh, the first fan, 1800 on the dial, that nobody could pick up with at uh, Joe Berry and Mortestes Destrada and the other swill they have. I mean, these guys got mostly swill on the air, too, except for Joe. But they got, uh, you know, daddy's money. This one, Joel Feinberg's daddy and uh, Stu Gotts' daddy. They got some money behind them. And a lot of those people used to work on this station, so they, you know, they got a, a bug up their ass. They hate us like poison. They'd like to, they would do anything to hurt us. That's what I heard. Yeah, and that what, uh, that's what uh, Joe Bell said. They would do anything to punish us. And I said, believe me, if anybody deserves to be punished. Oh, look at this. Look at the Katrina hearings. To the first ever. Yeah, there you go. And it's chocolate Ray. <laughs> My God. He is, he's dumber than a box of uh, cockroaches. Never than a box of uh, Hershey's chocolate. You know something? I would have rather had a Hershey's candy bar than that Milka bar that John Jura sent. Because Hershey's, candy. actually, they make they make candy bar with, like, what's the one they got? I get one every now and then. I hate to admit it. No, they got a... Uh, it's got, got, like, uh, crunch stuff in it, like uh, almonds and also, like, some... Huh? Yeah, toffee. That's the one. Yeah, we get them by the bag sometimes, and we don't go crazy. But they those got are good though. Almond toffee. Nuggets. Yeah, I, I would have rather had one or two yeah. of those than that Milka bar crap that John Jarrah sent here because of the fact that it had a swastika on it. He was very impressed in by the it. Refrigerator. You put them in the fridge. Yeah. Mm. In fact, after I ate that thing, not only did my blood sugar go skyrocketing, I started goose stepping around the studio. Although you can't pass up a good goose. Let me say it again. You find a goose, kill it. Okay, here's our poll from yesterday. I want to ramble on for four hours, although I probably should. I, sh I should just... And then Cindy Sheehan gets arrested because they didn't like her T-shirt last night. And I've got her response to the original story. i got Maureen Dowd, her column. Good. And after that, I, ju I just might uh, start screaming for four hours. I might just uh, lose it right on the ear. And then the fact that your, you know, Little League program director needs you to go in there for 25 and uh, explain to him why I'm... Need. I beg your pardon? I wouldn't say need. He wanted to have a conversation with somebody Why? who would talk back to him. Why not? Why? To, uh, to be in touch, to be involved, to, uh, to take Tell him to touch this. And, he, of course, he just might. To be in touch. 
Guess what, Clarence? It's not personal. It's only business. You are drowning in a sea of ineptitude. You haven't got a clue what we do. Not a clue. Here's the poll from yesterday. What was the best South Florida restaurant to close in the last 20 years? 1,547 votes. Burton Jack's 275. Overwhelming. What a shame. Yeah, they sure missed Mr. Ego and that peppercorns. Used to hide some in his... Rectum. Wolfie's 169. Pumpernick's 70. Boy, after those first two, it's a long drop down to Pumpernick's where the old people sealing the sweet and low in the uh, silverware. Put them out of business. And Wolfie's as well. The Studio 68. Oh, Freddie, we uh, miss you badly. Corky's in North Miami Beach, 56. Fantastic dill pickles and out-of-this-world potato latkes. Man, oh, yeah. those little potato pancakes will set you free. Good coleslaw, too. And great coleslaw. See, ordinary coleslaw is like, right. eh, you know, Throw tasteless. Away. Right. But their coleslaw was really right. had the pizzazz to it. Had some schmaltz. Down under, 54. My pie, that real thick pizza, 52. <laughs> Mike Gordon's 51. Mr. Coney Island, 58. Toilet. New York Steakhouse, 47. Beefsteak Charlie's, 46. The Sangria and the All-You-Can-Eat Peel-Only Trim. I, I know I say that every time I mention that, but that, that's the only thing I remember there. I don't, I don't because it's called Beefsteak Charlie's, I don't remember if the meat was any good or not. You never had a beefsteak there at Charlie's? No. And, oh, and I kept thinking about Houston's. <laughs> Houston's is not a steakhouse. I don't care what you guys try to give me a song uh-huh. to dance. That's not what it's famous for. What's they got like sandwiches and uh, kind of like artsy fartsy salads with a honey mustard dressing that's out of this world, and they got like all all kinds of stuff like that. Big burgers. It's not a steakhouse. Well, I, I mean, I talked to some people about it yesterday. It's not a steakhouse, but it's not famous for anything in particular. That's for damn sure. I, that that is true, but it happens to be a very good place. Just because it's a, a not famous doesn't mean it's not a good place. I said it was fine. But I'm just trying to tell you, okay, I'm not, I don't want to argue if you had a steak and you enjoyed it. Uh, that's not the place I'd go for steak. Go to Terra Steak and Lobster, our fine new sponsor. It's out of this world. Okay. Okay? Go to a place where that's known for steak. In fact, there used to be that place on the causeway there by where we used to work called the Place for Steak. I wonder why they called it that. I don't know. Probably because it was a place for steak. Anyway, Beefsteak Charlie's 46, the ground. No, it's like people that go into like a, a diner and they order a sirloin steak. I mean, yeah, it, what's it going to be, you know? Cheap? Yeah, and it tastes like uh, dog meat. It is here at the dog. Yeah, Beefsteak Charlie's 46, the ground round 46. Hemingway's 45. Guess whose uh, wife used to work there? How come you don't mention that when uh, you say Burton Jacks? She worked there longer. Because I like Burton Jacks. Oh, I see. I, not that I disliked Hemingway's. I think I ate there a couple of times. It was all right. There was no Burton Jack's, though. No, nothing was. Tina's Spaghetti House for... Well, no, no, don't say that. Burton Jack's was good, but don't get carried away like you're all emotional now. It wasn't that good. It was very good. <laughs> no, Mr. Ego is crying when he talks about it because you see it all in freebies there. Yeah. All for him. Tina's Spaghetti House 40, Casa Vecchia 40, never ate there. English Pub 32, El Molino and Davy 32. Boy, that was a fabulous place. Lay Dome 31, Vito's 26. I should always see, again, I forgot to mention the Hank because we got all this other fetching going on. All this, all this crybaby stuff. And rightfully so, by the way. Dalt's 24, where they used to have, even the waitresses used to have cheese on there. There was cheese on everything. Whatever you ordered had cheese. Even the sodas had cheese. Yesterday's 24, Victoria Station 23, with little trains going round and round like Perry Como. Paisano's 19. Don't you dare play that. Monero's uh, Steakhouse 17, Torres Steakhouse 17, Rocky Graciana's. It had 17 yesterday morning, and it stayed there all day. So I guess all the old fools like me remember it. Uh, that was the end of that. It was a good place. 
right at 135th and Biscayne. The Spiced Apple, 15. Alan Burke used to have his own table in there with his name on it, kind of like I used to have at the melting pot where you ate and had that bad time. Thank God they're not in business. No, I'm going to this new, new place now, pot. though. These people were great. Uh, exactly. Mitch's Steakhouse, 15. Catfish Dewey's, 14. Two Guys Pizza, 14. That was, oh, fabuloso, man. That was really good. Gibby's, 12. Top of the Home, 11. Dick Cammy's, Top of the Home in Hollywood. Barbecue Barn, 10. Clifford's, 10. Vinny's, 10, where you slide off the toilet seat right on the floor, but not no more. The Caves, 9, where they had those guys in, uh, I kept saying leotards. They had, uh, what did they have on? Loincloths. They had on uh, those things from a clockwork orange. Chalk straps? No, what do they call those? Cod pieces? Cod pieces, yeah. In fact, maybe that was the specialty of the menu. <laughs> the menu was a piece of cod. Ever been to Cape Cod? The Cape, yes, I have, as a matter of fact. Lovely. Cat's Meow, 7, the Rooney Pub, 7. Jimmy January's, 6. Gay. The Flame, 5. Flaming! Monks Inn had 5. Charter, Hungarian Charter, 5. La Perla, 4. The Soup Exchange, 4. Size Rivergate, 4. The Red Coach Grill, 3. Smokehouse bar- Barbecue, 3. Cisco's two, Mancini's one, and the Colas didn't have any. Oh, man, oh, man, we got too many glam out there. What, what is wrong with you people? That place was awesome. I mean, granted, they had, like, pizza, but they also had all veal and pasta. That was a good place, Pembroke Pines. Taft and uh, whatever. Taft and Douglas, I believe. You ever ate there in the Colas? No. That was a fabulous place. None. Nobody said that. Well, your mama, okay, your taste is... Well, a lot of you like vanilla ice cream, too, okay? And believe me, you can have all you want. It's all yours. And some people even like those Milka chocolate bars. Man, my golden retriever dropped a lot better stuff in my yard than that. Oh, God. Oh, speaking of chocolate. Suffering in the Superdome in the convention center. There you go. He is just, he's scary. Hey, finally. Yes. Like a Rectum. Rectum. Like a broke-back cowboy. There's a reason why chaps don't cover the derriere. I'm a homo on the range, I swear. You fairy. Like a broke-back cowboy. Right there. Guess what was on TV last night on the documentary channel? Boy, they sure show it a lot, too, and every time it's on, I just am hooked. I can't turn it off. I give up. Standing in the shadows of Motown? Yeah. All right. Watch it again. You know who I like? I mean, I love Ben Harper, but you know who I really like the best? Joan Osborne. Oh, she is, she's so good, it's scary. Very good. And, you know, it's, it's toward the ass end of the movie when she mm-hmm. does um, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted. Right. And the guy's, like, uh, conducting the orchestra there, you know? Which is, I, I, I'm fixated on that because the rest, all the other songs that people sing, he, he's not doing that. I don't know what he's doing mm-hmm. or who he is. I, I think he's, um, I don't know who he is. Maybe just walking off the street and start doing <laughs> that. <laughs> that could be it. But, God, that is just so, and you're and the drummer is just going nuts yeah. there. Just, it's just 
too good to be true, you know? By the way, I think a caller might have mentioned it, but uh, I've seen uh, advertisement for them. They're on tour. The Funk Brothers? Yeah. Oh, man. I I'm telling you, I mean, you know, like, what do I know about anything? But I still say, if, it, if they would... If they would get the recording artists, Gerald Levert and Ben Harper and Joan Osborne and mm -hmm. uh, everybody except for um, Shaka Khan and the other people who were in that movie and do all the Motown stuff and, and make like a double set CD, it would sell a zillion copies. I know I'd go out and buy a hundred of them. Yeah, I'd steal one. I mean, uh, God. Have one. I mean, she ain't no Ozzy Osbourne, but then again, who is? Kelly Osbourne.
right. All right. Boy, this thing's almost like limp, you know? Now, I think because uh, Josh hasn't seen that movie yet, I think uh, you ought to bring it in since I did send it to you at my own great expense. Right. I have a copy right there on my bookcase right next to the bed. As a matter of fact, uh, that was my own personal copy, which I sent to you because I wasn't so anxious for you to see it, and then I went out and bought my own. How do you right. like that? That was the copy that Suds had sent up to you. That is correct. Thanks again, Suds. What goes around comes around. I'll but I'm just telling you, man, that uh, yeah, you, you'd enjoy it. Standing in the shadows of Motown. We're always talking about movies. This one's good. This one sucks. You know, this movie is so good. And yeah, it's a documentary, but boy, just it's fabulous. Yeah, it is I, just fabulous. I find it fascinating. God, what is not to like? Unless you didn't like that music or uh, appreciate. Well, okay, if you didn't like the music, guess what? Well, we don't like you. How do you like that? Now, don't take it personal, but but if you didn't like Motown, we just hate you like poison. Okay, and like we Motown, hope that something... you don't like music. That's correct. Very well put. If you, if you don't like this movie, then you don't like movies. You like that guy that called in. Oh, why do you talk about movies? That's why. Uh, I mean, who the hell likes movies? You know, God. Like, like, why would you talk about food and restaurants? Who the hell likes food? I, I don't know. When you, you'd be talking about sports. Oh, everybody likes chocolate. Coming evidence that the nursing. Oh, it's Susan Collins. She's so wimpy and whiny. It's becoming evident that you're crazy, Ray. You're the chocolate crazy man. 1041 at 560 WQM, a place that could drive you into instant insanity. This place is just, uh, boy. One thing about QAM, it's got a long past, a long history. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure about the future. Man. Good guy. And you know what? You know the only thing that I'm thinking? What is the only thing you're thinking? Because when Sarney had that poll about, you know, Jimmy Syphilis and Joe on the Dolphin Games, and, and the mandate came down from our previous management. And, and, of course, you can never find out who really was responsible. It's like, it's like, well, who decided about this best of thing, you know? And everybody's got a different story, and you can never get the really honest answer. Everybody's covering their ass, you know? And it was the same thing with that. So uh, maybe our guys just assume that because it's a newspaper poll, uh, we're just going to ignore it because we've been told to do that. Because uh, I can't believe that they have so little self-respect, so little fight. See, I believe in something in this business. I know it's a very unusual concept. You know what the word is? I give up. Competing. Oh, no. Yeah, I believe in competing like big no, time. No, 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 no. Like I said to Hank, you're grabbing a guy by the neck and just strangling until there's not an ounce of blood left. And then you feel like uh, you've accomplished something and you walk away. And you move on to the next. Oh, speaking of whiny. We're on notice and new. Oh, God, it's you, Lieberman. Oh, you Yeah, I've been telling you about dry concepts. Nothing wimpy about them for over 20 years. They've made my carpets look just like brand new, and they'll do the same for you. Right now, I encourage you to take advantage of Dry Concepts maintenance contracts that provide you with a 10% discount on all their fantastic services, including their one-of-a-kind carpet cleaning, leather drapey oriental rug cleaning, too. Dry Concepts also specialize in pet odor treatments, ceramic tile and grout cleaning, mattress cleaning, get rid of those dust mites, and lots more. And during this month, during February, it is February, last time I checked, Dry Concepts has a special offer on upholstery cleaning, too. Don't replace that expensive furniture just because it's soiled. Let Dry Concepts rejuvenate that furniture at a fraction of the cost of replacement or reupholstering. All of their technicians are specially trained and certified to provide you with the best possible service. In other words, they know their crap inside and out. At Dry Concepts, you'll always get a written guaranteed price up front. No scams, no add-ons at the end, and professional service, too. So don't be fooled by the imitators. I'm sure you made a big investment while decorating your home. Now it's time to protect that big investment. Call Dry Concepts today in Dave Broward of the Palm Beaches, and be sure and tell them that Ancient Neil, who's, who's rocking it ancient style, told you to call 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Don't forget February special on upholstery cleaning. Call them today or on their website. It's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Yeah. 
like a pummel in the dark. It left me black and blue. I'm hurt so bad. I'm coughing up blood. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Don't know why this happened. I took blows to the head. They took off. They were laughing. They left me here for dead. I've got to ask, were they high on drugs? Yes. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? I'm dying over here. I'm lying here. Can't hardly move. They took those baseball bats and swung them like they root. Like to ask the parents why. They raised their kids this way. Lots and lots of prison time will be the price they pay. Put them in jail with all those other thugs. Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I beaten by teenagers with clubs? Why was I you know, I think Hank was talking about going up there with headphones that don't work and no uh, sign. Nobody knows who he is. Or, uh-huh. you know, we got some little cardboard thing that says QAM Miami or whatever uh-huh. it says. And it's typical. You know, when you're working for a bunch of redneck slobs, that's basically what it boils down to. And that's what the Beasley's, you know, this Yahoo uh, tree mentality. I'll guarantee you that kid with that banjo up there in that tree, I will guarantee you he was a Beasley kin in Deliverance. Guaranteed. Bet your life on it. How can that be? No, how can that really easily be? Because, uh, you know, incest is best. Man. And remember the first time I walked in that building, I keep thinking back of it. What a bad mistake that was. And it was all that schmutz on the walls. It looked like people were using the building as a like a, a universal turlet. Yeah. Man, it was schmutz Sulfur on the carpets smell. and on the walls. and I thought, what a, what a toilet this place is. It was. And it still is. Of course, it was heavenly compared to the place they were before. Oh, I thought you were, were talking there. about that other place. What? I no, I'm talking about the building oh, that you're sitting oh. in right now. Man, I, I just couldn't believe that anybody would, would work in such a, a festering sewer, you know. And then the place you used to be, and mm-hmm. I was there, came there that one day to pick you up. Where the hell are we going? To go pick up that car we'll or something? Pick up that car, yeah. Oh, my God. I walked in there, and I thought to myself, this is a radio station? This is... I bet you you that there are septic tanks that have a more sanitary interior than that building where you were in. They they used well water over there, and apparently the the water was in a sulfur deposit, so you could wash your hands, and it smelled like crap. The building smelled like crap. It smelled like uh, Josh Friedman and the fat boy were doing something in there together. I don't want to say what, but... (laughs) Try not to picture that. Yeah, Exactly. Good golly, Miss Molly. And that's, that's the mentality of these people. They have no pride. And maybe, that's, maybe it rubbed off on everybody else. I don't know. They have no pride in what they do. It's just, it's just a money-making machine. That's all. It's like most other businesses now within this, in, in radio. Just a, a jukebox. Just run the money through there, and that's it. I just, I, I'm just aghast. I, the last, I, you know, and just every time I think, like yesterday, we're all whipped up. I'm becoming like a manic depressive every other day. Like Bill Calder used to say, a manic depressive with no ups. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'm feeling like with this uh, whole deal Impressive. that plays. You know, and you might want to tell Clarence that being program director of a major market radio station, or what supposedly is, is not an on-the-job, learn-as-you-go kind of a uh, occupation. It just doesn't work that way, okay? We, we were doing fine before. At least we had somebody there. We had a presence, you know, if we went, if, it, well, there's so many examples. Well, what am I talking, you see, you're letting me do it again. No, stop doing it. No, I know. How's Marine Dowd doing? I got her. She's right. in my pile here very soon. She's like a little right after Sidney Sheehan. All right. Just relax. I got my thing here. I'm going to read these. I'm going to kill time and read these stories on the air. Yeah, I saw your comment there on the uh, uh, Greg uh, Kotex uh, website. Whatever the guy's name was. I forget his name. Dave David uh, Schmendrick. But, well, Neil Rogers, all he does is kill time with his pole all day and uh, read the uh, stories to kill some time. Yeah, kill some time, my ass, okay? I realize it doesn't have anything to do with ball games. In addition to which, he's listening anyway. Right. He's another one of these guys. He's, he's got all the, uh, you know, answers in the world, but in the meantime, he's listening. We're not just killing time. We're torturing it slowly. That's it. That's what we do at QM. We're torturing you slowly, uh, like that song, Roberta, Don't Give Me No Flack. I might just play Motown all day. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, if you want to see a great movie, don't take my word for it. Go get it. Steal it. Rent it. Borrow it. And don't bring it back. Standing in the shadows of Motown. Oh, there's Roberta Flack without Donnie Hathaway on that one. Now, that was from uh, the movie Play Misty for me. That was in there. I beg your pardon? I said yes, it was in there. With Clint Eastwood and Jessica Walter and uh, what's-her-name, the lovely uh, from Knott's Landing, Donna Mills. Mm-hmm. Boy, what a memory. Huh? That was a good movie. I've seen that about 85 times, Play Misty for me. It was good. What was her name now in the movie? Um, oh, I, I forgot. Jessica Walter. What was the character? Oh, come on. Knife-wielding maniac. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> oh, man. Excellent movie. See, that's the Clint Eastwood movie I like. Dirty Harry, yeah, that just ain't for me, you know? The well, only thing was, did you? We've talked about it a million times when he, you know, when he was the disc jockey playing the smooth jazz there in the <laughs> Carmel. And by the way, Carmel, California, is so beautiful it's scary. Uh, so the scenery is really good in there too. Mm-hmm. But he's playing that uh, smooth jazz, and and he's he cues up the record by putting he puts. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. He puts the record on the turntable, the and he just he sticks the needle on it. You know, like, like while he's talking, you know. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna go cue this record up now. Wow. And Sherlock Holmes would say, the needle, Watson. Yeah, they needed a technical advisor for that. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like QAM, you know. They didn't have any real radio people, I guess. Activist Cindy Sheehan arrested at the Capitol. Cindy Sheehan, the mother of a fallen soldier in Iraq who reinvigorated the anti-war movement, was arrested and removed from the House Gallery last night, just before President Bush's BS State of the Union address, a police spokeswoman said. Sheehan, who was invited to attend the speech by Representative Lynn Woolsey of California, was charged with demonstrating in the Capitol building, said Capitol Police Sergeant Kimberly Schneider. The charge was later changed to unlawful conduct, Schneider said. Both charges are misdemeanors. Sheehan was taken in handcuffs from the Capitol to police headquarters a few blocks away. Her case was processed as Bush spoke. How do you like that? While he was talking his BS, they were persecuting poor Cindy Sheehan. Schneider said she had worn a T-shirt with an anti-war slogan to the speech and covered it up until she took her seat. Police warned her that such displays were not allowed, but she didn't respond, the spokeswoman said. Police handcuffed Cindy and removed her from the gallery before Bush arrived. She was released on her own recognizance. I'm proud that Cindy's my guest tonight, Woolsey said in an interview before the speech. She's made a difference in the debate to bring our troops home from Iraq. Woolsey offered Sheehan a ticket to the speech, Gallery 5, Seat 7, Row A. Earlier Tuesday, while Sheehan was attending an alternative State of the Union press conference by Code Pink, a group pushing for an end of the Iraq War. 
Sheehan, wrapped in a bright pink scarf against the cold, protested outside the White House with a handful of others before heading to the Capitol last night. There were no cameras around, but the small band faced the executive mansion and repeatedly shouted, You're evicted. Get out of our house. You're evicted. Meaning the Bushmeister. Now, here's Cindy's response to this story. What really happened? It's not very long, but it gives you a better... Well, it is very long. All right. Got nothing but time. Do it. Yeah, kill it. Kill it. Cindy time. Sheehan says, Dear friends, as most of you probably heard, I was arrested before the State of the Union address tonight. I'm speechless with fury at what happened and with grief over what we've lost in our country. There have been lies from the police and distortions by the press, so this is what really happened. This afternoon at the People's State of the Union address in D.C., where I was joined by Congresspersons Lynn Woolsey and John Conyers and Wright Mar uh, Malik Rahim and John Kavanaugh, Lynn bought me a ticket to the State of the Union address. At the time, I was wearing a shirt that said, 2,245 dead, how many more? After the press conference, I was having second thoughts about going to the State of the Union uh, at the Capitol. I didn't feel comfortable going. I knew George Bush would say things that would hurt me and anger me. I knew that I couldn't disrupt the address because Lynn had given me the ticket. I didn't want to be disruptive out of respect for her. I, in fact, had given the ticket to John Bruins, who's in Iraq Veterans Against the War. Uh, Lynn's office already called the media, and everyone knew I was going to be there, so I sucked it up and went anyway. I got the ticket back from John. I met one of Congresswoman Barbara Lee's staffers in the Longworth Congressional Office building, and we went to the Capitol via the underground tunnel. I went through the security once, then had to use the restroom and went through security again. <clears throat> My ticket was in the fifth gallery, front row, fourth seat in. The person who, in a few minutes, was to arrest me helped me to my seat. I had just sat down, was warm from climbing three flights of stairs back up from the back room, so I unzipped my jacket. I turned to the right and take my left arm out when the same officer saw my shirt and yelled, Protester! He then ran over, <laughs> Protester! Hitler! <laughs> He then ran over to me, hauled me out of my seat, and roughly, with my hands behind my back, shoved me up the stairs. I said something like, I'm going. You have to be so rough. By the way, his name is Mike White. Wait. Like Doug Waite, the hockey player. Mike Waite, oh, okay. who just got traded. The officer ran with me to the elevators, yelling at everyone to move out of the way. When we got to the elevators, he cuffed me and took me outside to wait a squad car. On the way out, someone behind me said, that's Cindy Sheehan. At which point, the officer who arrested me said, take these steps slowly. I said, you don't care about being careful when you were dragging me up the other steps. He said, that's because you were protesting. Wow, I get hauled out of the people's house because I was protesting. I was never told that I couldn't wear that shirt into the Congress. I was never asked to take it off or zip my jacket back up. If I had been asked to do any of those things, all of these things, I would have, and written about the suppression of freedom and enough speech later. I was immediately and roughly, I have the bruises and muscle spasms to prove it, hauled off and arrested for unlawful conduct. After I had my personal items inventoried, my fingers printed, a nice sergeant came in, looked at my shirt, and said, 2245, huh? I just got back from there. I told him that my son died there. That's when my, the enormity of my loss hit me. I have lost my son. I've lost my First Amendment rights. I've lost the country I love. Where did America go? I started crying in pain. What did Casey die for? What did the 2244 other brave young Americans die for? What are tens of thousands of them over there in harm's way for still for this? I can't even wear a shirt that's got the number of troops on it that George Bush and his arrogant, ignorant policies are responsible for killing. I wore the shirt to make a statement. The press knew I was going to be there, and I thought every once in a while they would show me and uh, I would have the shirt on. I didn't wear it to be disruptive, or I would have unzipped my jacket during Bush's speech if I had any idea what happens to people who wear shirts that make the neocons uncomfortable, that I would be arrested. Maybe I wouldn't have, but I didn't. There already have been many wild stories out there. I have some lawyers looking into filing a First Amendment lawsuit against the government for what happened tonight. I'll file it. It's time to take our freedoms in our country back. I don't want to live in a country that prohibits any person, whether he or she has paid the ultimate price for that country, from wearing, saying, writing, or telephoning any negative statements about the government. That's why I'm going to take my freedoms and liberties back. That's why I'm not going to let Bushco take anything else away from me or you. 
I'm so appreciative of the couple of hundred protesters who came to the jail while I was locked up to show their support. We have so much potential for good. There is so much good in so many people. For hour, four hours in two jails after I was arrested, I was let out. Again, I'm so upset and sore, it's hard to think straight. Keep up the struggle. I promise I will, too. Love and peace soon. Cindy. Cindy Sheehan's response to her arrest last night for being a hardened, dangerous protester. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Arriving this summer from executive reproducers Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie comes the blockbuster birth you've all been waiting for. Mr. and Mrs. Smith's genetically perfect baby. Four-year-old Maddox says a beautiful younger sibling to pick on? I'll give it four wedges. One-year-old Sahara says, I laughed, I cried, I prepared to suffer from an acute case of middle child syndrome. Jennifer Aniston says, I'm glad it's not me who's pregnant. If you see only one celebrity megabirth this summer, see Mr. and Mrs. Smith's genetically perfect baby. Rated PG for the PG. 1102 at 560 WQM. Let's see, what's that lineup today? I don't care. Maureen Dowd writes uh, in the New York Times today, didn't see it coming again. Now, as of today, I think, uh, don't, don't you think, I mean, we got to cross over with Hank, and Hank mm-hmm. is good people, you know. Right. And, of course, he's in Detroit sitting there trying to, like, uh, do a Super Bowl week with uh, very little assistance whatsoever, except for the beast who's busy wandering around trying to get himself killed in Detroit. What a maniac. He walks a mile at night in Detroit on, on, on a, uh, Unarmed? unescorted. Huh? <laughs> Well, he's escorted with his other, uh, with his better half, which is not uh, not his girlfriend, just the other half of him. Man, that is a scary. Well, maybe he looked like three people. He's a walking posse. Yeah. Better watch out. There's three uh, dangerous-looking people uh, waddling down the street. Yeah, but they only got one head. Oh boy. <laughs> Marine Dowd says, "Didn't see it coming again." The White House should hire an anthropologist. She says. Corporations have begun hiring anthropologists to help them improve product designs and interpret markets. And clearly, the Bush foreign policy team doesn't understand any of the markets where it's barging around ineptly trying to sell America and democracy. The brand value of America has been in steady decline. The state of the union is sour, but the state of the world is chilling thanks to a hideously ham-handed Bush foreign policy crew that was once billed as a seasoned dream team. The more the White House tries to force-feed democracy to tempestuous parts of the world, the more it discovers that you may be able to spin and scare voters in the U.S., but the Middle East is not so easy to manipulate. W. believes in self-determination only if he's doing the determining. Fundamentalists in America like to vote for Mr. Bush, but elsewhere they're violently opposing him. It's stunning that nearly four decades after Vietnam, our government could be even more culturally illiterate and pig-headed. The Bushies are more obsessed with snooping on Americans than fathoming how other cultures think and react. One smart anthropologist reinforcing the idea that mirroring, assuming other cultures think like us, doesn't work would be a lot more helpful than all the discredited intelligence agencies that are costing $30 billion a year. About 30, man! To miss everything from the breakup of the Soviet Union to 9-11 to no WMD to Osama's hiding place to the Hamas victory. Bush officials keep claiming they couldn't have anticipated disasters from the terrorist attacks to Katrina, even when they got specific warnings beforehand. Busy building up the fake nuclear threat in Iraq, they misplayed the real ones in Iran and North Korea. In London Sunday, Condi Rice admitted that all of our diplomats and spies were caught off guard by the Hamas win. I've asked why nobody saw it coming, she said. It does say something about us not having a good enough pulse. 
Instead of paying the Lincoln Group millions to plant fake newspaper stories in Iraq, the Bush team might try reading real newspaper stories here. Instead of simply believing any fact that makes him feel self-important, the president might try reading history. Like many other presidential candidates I've interviewed, W. said he liked Winston Churchill. But if he really had read Churchill, he would at least have understood that the Middle East would never turn out the way you expect. Churchill, who called Iraq an ungrateful volcano, would not have been surprised by the new WorldPublicOpinion.org poll showing that close to half of Iraqis approve of attacks on American forces. The State of the Union is a non-event, but Bob Woodruff and his cameraman, Doug Vogt, being blown up by a roadside bomb, has forced the media to focus on what the Bushies try to hide, all the injured and maimed coming home from Iraq. Mark Landler's Times piece noted that the ABC journalist came to the hospital in Landstuhl, Germany, on a military transport plane carrying 31 wounded soldiers, about a normal daily influx for this hospital. As Denise Grady wrote in the Times, the survival rate in Iraq is higher than in other wars, but the wounds are multiple and awful. Combinations of damaged brains and spinal cords, vision and hearing loss, disfigured faces, burns, amputations, mangled limbs, and psychological ills like depression and post-traumatic stress. The oil man-in-chief lecturing us last night after five oblivious years about being drunk in oil, now that Halliburton and Exxon are swimming in profits, Exxon's revenues were bigger than the gross domestic product of either Saudi Arabia or Indonesia, was rich. A more honest TV moment was Christiana Amanpour labeling Iraq a black hole. The spiraling security disasters, she told Larry King, had robbed Iraqis of hope. And by any indication, whether you take the number of journalists killed or wounded, whether you take the number of American soldiers killed or wounded, whether you take the number of Iraqi soldiers killed and wounded, contractors, people working there, it just gets worse and worse, she said. But hey, how could the Bushes have known that occupying a Middle East country and flipping the balance of power from one sect to another without enough troops to secure it could go wrong? Who on earth could predict the inevitable? She is so good, man. She's uh, got her thumb right on it. I mean, yeah, I realize it's, you know, just killing some time reading that stuff. Yeah, killing it slowly. <laughs> with my uh, song or something like that. Okay, we haven't even got to today's poll yet because I'm so pissed off and psychotic. I'm, I just, I don't know. I think I need to shrink from this place. I agree. Or maybe I just need to shrink from this place. I don't know. It just, uh, it's just a hopeless situation. And you're dealing with too many people who just don't get it. They, they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? What like the saying? one that you wasted a half an hour with this morning? Who wants somebody to pat him on the head and pretend that he's like, uh, you know, understands what you're talking about? I, I yes. just, I just, I, it's kind of like our people are, the, the sports segments are like waving the white flag. You know, okay, we surrender. Okay, this is the first time they had like any real people with real money up against them. And it's kind of like they're just throwing in the towel. We surrender. Okay, you guys go ahead and kick our ass. We're not going to fight back. And it's like they've taken the fight out of us. No, not us. Of them. Excuse me. What was the biggest... Who is the... And, we've, and, and you know, I did this poll. We've done this a million times before. I did this today anticipating that we wouldn't spend a lot of time on it. Because I thought today we'd be spending a lot of time, like, uh, freeping the... You know, all this week, the Greg Kotex poll and the Herald. Well, your mama to that. You know, mm -hmm. screw that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm uninvolved. I got nothing to do with any of that crap, okay? I'm, in fact, after the Leafs uh, last night, after that uh, shootout, I, I'm giving up uh, hockey, uh, football. Ooh. I'm giving up sports. Maybe water sports, but other than that, maybe I'll start showering with Ricky Martin, although he's not my type. But nevertheless, and I'm sure I'm not his. Who is the biggest <laughs> no-talent no celebrity of all time? 523 votes. Paris Hilton, 171, speaking of golden showers. Rosie O'Donnell, 49. In fact, she's peeing it old style, is what the cab driver said. Rosie O'Donnell, 49. I hate this pool, 46. Good. 
P-Daddy, 45. Ashley Simpson, 40. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 14. J-Lo, 13. Sly Stallone, 13. Ellen DeGenerate, 12. Arsenio Hall, 11. Tony Danza, 11. Britney Spears, 10. Keanu Reeves, 10. Ed Sullivan, 9. See, I voted for him. In fact, we were talking about him the other day, you and I. Yes. And that's what, uh, you know. Oh, look at that. Reaction to the, the uh, stadium. Very positive, 48%. Somewhat positive, 27. Negative, 23. So how do you like that? They're very impressed by uh, the fact he said nothing last night for an hour. Tori Spelling, 8. Snoop Dogg, 8. Wayne Newton, 8. Daddy, don't you walk so fast. Emerald Legacy, 5. Boy, he gives me spilkies, man. Whoopi Goldberg, 5. Ben Affleck, 5. Frank Sinatra, 4. Madonna, 4. Jay Leno, 3. Chin Up. Bob Dylan, 3. Ozzy Osbourne, 3. Courtney Cox, 2. Bill Shatner, 2. You know, the, one of the uh, websites I did my uh, 10 minutes of research on this for, William Shatner was listed as the least talented. They really ripped him an ass. Hmm. I, I thought he's at least got a sense of humor. You know, he's kind of funny. No? Yeah, funny looking. You don't like him. Gary Moore won, and none for tab hunter Dean Martin or Bruce Willis out of 533. Dean Martin, could he belt out an ounce of sound no. or what? Huh? <laughs> oh, man. If it wasn't for Jerry Lewis as much as, you know, we used to like Jerry Lewis once upon a time. It's hard to believe that, but, you know, 100 years ago we liked him. Everybody loves somebody. Dean Martin, Capitol Records. Everybody. Oh, he, he had the schmaltz, man. He really schmaltzed it out. What a singer, man. What is that? Uh, the door is still open to my heart. The door is still open to your what? Rectum. Oh. This is a hit. Man, what a, what a voice. What a talent. What a, and the interesting part of it is that uh, he was a like a teetotaler. They put on the image of being a drunk, like Jack Benny put on the image of being uh, cheap, which he was a very uh, generous guy. The only difference was that Jack Benny was funny, and Dean Martin was neither funny nor could he sing. But other than that, right, he was great. So what do you want to do? Take some calls today, because I'm 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 lost. I'm just uh, you know I've had last week or so this place. I'm sending emails to Joe Bell, which I you know I never do stuff like that, but I'm just I, I can't deal with it. Because uh, th there are just too many uh, headless horsemen running around that joint. You know what I'm talking about? I'm you, sure you do. What are you talking about? And then Josh tells me a story this morning. It's enough to make you want to, like, uh, blow your brains out about how it... I, don't even, I guess I shouldn't talk about it, right? Probably not. Oh. Even though I haven't heard it. Am I supposed to talk about it or not? Yeah, it's just, you know, let's leave it. No. Let's <laughs> not. About his uh, raise, you know. Just about, uh, Yeah, this and that and uh, kind of... All of these all things. All of these things, yeah. Even though I was assured that nobody was going to be messing with either one of you guys and that everything on this show was just A-OK -okay and everything was fine and like... Uh, oh, we're fine. Oh, well, you don't know. WQAM, hello. QAM. First call of the day, man. First hey, call of the morning. How you doing? Okay. I got a question. On your poll for yesterday, you guys left off stands. I tried to call in, but I couldn't get in in time. We left off what? Stands Restaurant Lounge. Never heard of it. Oh, it's on the intercoaster right there at Oakland Park. It's now the. Never uh, heard of it. That's probably why we left it off. You ever hear of Stan? I heard of Stan Majors. No. We left off Stan's. Well, you know, there's 80 zillion restaurants that have gone out of business in 20 years. It's a very, uh, you know, I don't have to tell you, it's the toughest business to be in next to this. Remember about a year and a half ago, you took that poll about artists that didn't suck, and, uh, you know, you left off bread. Oh, Christ. You mean uh, the, the poll about guys with great voices but who are really ugly, David Gates? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. David Gates and bread. 
I'm, I'm waiting to hear, baby. I'm going to want you. I'm waiting to hear it now. Come on, you're a little slow today. You're the one that brought sorry, it up. Sorry. Where is, where's some bread, baby? Where's the bread? Where's the beef and where's the bread? There you go. Here's your bread. That's bread and butter, but that's not bread. <laughs> Get out of here. Nothing with you. The there white. You oh, depressing. Wasn't it, was, it all? It was really pretty morbid. Yeah. All of this stuff was like, hide the razor blades music. Kind of like working at QAM. Have you ever seen... Okay, kill him. Hi, David. You're ugly. The wife of Representative C.W. Bill Young, Republican of Indian Shores, told a newspaper that she was ejected during the State of the Union address for wearing a T-shirt that says, Support the troops defending our freedom. Beverly Young told the St. Pete Times that she was sitting in the front row of the House Gallery last night when she was approached by someone who told her she needed to leave. She said she reluctantly agreed, but argued with several officers in an outside hallway. In a telephone interview with a newspaper, Young said she told them her shirt wasn't a protest, but a message of support. Uh, Capitol Police Sergeant Kimberly Schneider said Young wasn't ejected from the gallery. She left on her own. She couldn't provide additional details. Young's husband found out about the incident after Bush's speech and called it unacceptable. Unacceptable. And, of course, you are absolutely, absolutely correct. Like Republican, she's wearing a T-shirt. And, well, I don't know. Probably somebody had to read it to them, you know. That's probably what the problem was. Maybe they read it wrong. 1114 at uh, 560. I wonder if our president can spell... Abu Ghraib. I doubt it. He can't even say it, so I thought he'd spell it. Hang this up, baby. If you're a mighty big star who's known for crashing cars and snorting stuff up your nose. Y'all know who we are. You've got an eating disorder and you punched a reporter and there's a picture of you with no clothes. Oops. Well, you're wanted by the cops and your last movie flopped and why did you color your hair? Before the paparazzi gets you, you've got to get your picture on the cover of Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Gonna get your picture on the cover. Blame it all on your stage mother. Yep. Gonna do some damage control on the cover of Vanity Fair. It's all your PR guy's idea. On the cover of Vanity Fair. Well, thank you, Ted, for your nice comment on the uh, Greg Kotex, uh, and I'm sure Ted's listening right now. You won't find anything interesting here. That's right. Another one of these are lemmings. They're all coming from across the street, by the way. But I'm just yeah. reading them out of curiosity because I don't really care. I'm not looking at the result no more. No more. But I tell you, this this outfit here, they really seal their own fate, you know. You guys are really doing it big time. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. What's going on, Neil? Yes, sir. Question for you. Why didn't Arnold's go out of business, man? Too many roaches over there at the Royal Castle? Burn down, baby. Burn down. Had a fire. Kill all the roaches, too. Damn. What are yeah, we... yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's sorry he couldn't smoke one. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Regarding the FPL issue, has uh, George got his power back yet? No. Uh, oh, man. I got a rolling blackout going yeah. on. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Good calls today, by the way. So far. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? All right. Uh, I had an idea for Bulk O'Brien for a bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Doing like uh, uh, the T-shirt police. Mm hmm. That you know the T-shirt police, they're gonna get your T-shirts, and like he did before with the Dream Police. And the one yeah. of the radio police. The word police, yeah. Right. The t-shirt police. Like the t-shirt police. The golden you know? showers police. Right. The uh, newspaper poll police. 
That could be true. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's take a thousand of these today, okay? Or we could play some of that uh, "Standing in the Shadows of Motown." I won't have Well, who wants to hear a bunch of that crappy music? Line nine, WQAM, our intellectual line. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What I tell you? Exactly. Do I know them or what? Oh yeah. Listen to those callers. You know, this is what Neil Rogers has to offer. You know what? There's more entertainment on this show in 30 seconds. How many? About 30, man. You're going to find all that other uh, crap put together. All the little sports quizlings get together, and uh, what do you think? You think the Dolphins can go undefeated next season? You think the Panthers are going to win the Stanley Cup? You think uh, Shaq is going to like uh, Papa Big Royd? And uh, Pat Riley's going to stick his head in there and heal it for him? I'll tell you one thing. With that glossy, uh, that shiny hair he's got, he might just be able to do it, you know? Ease off that pain. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil, I used to love putting on my yarmulke and going to Pumpernicks. It was the best. They had the best bagels. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? All right. Hey, can you play that uh, Master P bit again? Maybe. Wow, what's, what's so exciting about it? Uh, it's just funny. It's just funny. It's funny? Okay, well, I'm glad you like it. I thought it was pretty marginal. In fact, I got one on the Super Bowl that's not even funny at all, but it's timely, so I'll play it. Kill some time. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're here for is to kill some time. Reading these ponderous stories and uh, reading that awful poll we got on there. Just amazing how many misfits we got out there. And you know that everybody, every single one of them listening right here right now, even Eddie. They're all listening. They're all gathered around with their hands on their uh, radios. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Neil, uh, I know it was yesterday's poll, but there was a Red's Backwoods Barbecue. Okay, well, that was yesterday's poll, like you said, okay? I mean, you got cut the crap. You are so boring, man. It's just pathetic. That's the reason we take all of these calls, just to give the rest of the world a you know, little heads up on South Florida, what it's all about. And we do a fabulous job of doing that, by the way. God, too good, I think. Believe you me, stay away. Stay the hell away. You'll be really sorry. Sorry, mister. 5670560, oh, just like when I get off a plane at uh, Miami International and I see all these people coming in. They're going on those cruise ships that are like waddling to the uh, rent-a-car place. And I'm thinking, why are you people doing this? What do you think you're going to find here? Why? And, of course, uh, let them learn for themselves. They'll, they'll get it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Did you see where Ernie Sochin got elected to the uh, Cutler Bay Council? Wow. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Said he was 70 years old. He yeah, okay, good. There. Nobody cares. WQAM, hello. Honey, how about uh, Bushes in Delray Beach? That was a good one. Yeah. Um, the girl, and also we miss you at Pompano Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, we had a big firework thing, and, uh-huh. you know, everybody was happy and clapping. It's just a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. I miss you, man. Table 125. Yeah, okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. Your buddy, uh, Mr. Uh, mm-hmm. Gonad. WQAM, hello. Misfit Central. Yeah, can I have a number 8 with a Sprite and a number 4 with a Coke, please? How about a number 1 and a number 2? How's that? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing today? All right. Uh, uh, you left up La, La Tabernetta. You remember you took... Yeah, okay. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, is uh, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, is there any way to get back issues of the Skipper Chuck show? No. 
Now, see here. Play some of it. Play some of it. See here. Good guy. They are good. This is what we specialize wow. in, man. You're absolutely right about that. Don't like it? Too bad. We like it. But hey, what's not to like? That's for sure. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's take a hundred thousand of these today between now and two. I'm right in the mood for it. Between now and whatever we got the revolving dough at two to foe. WQAM, hello. Hi. Hey, you yeah, think that's you're in the mood. Likely story, yeah. Not for that. No way, Jose. No chance. WQAM, hello. QAM, happy Wednesday, February the 1st. Hello. Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir, Mr. Caller. Maybe you can relax a little bit today. You're hanging up on a lot of your callers. Yeah, I can't imagine why. What do you got? What do you got, Pally? Nothing. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. WQAM, hello. Neil, I love the smell of butt crack. Okay, good. WQAM, you came to the right place. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Hey. I think I have the most important thing to say. When the hell is Jim Mandich going on from 2 to 6? I don't know, and I don't care. How's that? How's that for you, okay? I don't know, and I don't care. That's a a good step in the right direction. Oh, hey, listen, I'm not uh, funning you when I tell you that. We do 10 to 2. We're not getting paid to have any involvement with all this other stuff. If we got work with people who have no fight in them, no self-respect, no uh, uh, desire to compete, then that's, that's their deal, okay? I don't care. We've always been an island here. People, I don't have to tell you, of all people, uh, they resent <laughs> us like poison. They hate us. Ah, it's anybody, anybody who even likes this show in the building, whether it's Tommy or, I mean, you know, the uh, Miguel, anybody hey, who's even names. remotely associated with this show is automatically on the S list. You know what I'm saying? The SH yeah. list. Ah, oh, that's, uh, that's one of those Neil people. Bad, like that. Because we're not part of the sports fag fraternity there. And we understand that, you know. A lot of guys like to take showers together. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Oh, God, Neil. For the stuff we join. with great interest, by the way, that even though my name isn't mentioned on that Greg Kotex pool, that almost, I would say, 95% of the comments on there, maybe 90%, uh, mention my name. The last several, of course, in a highly derogatory way, which just wounds me to the quick, but nevertheless, isn't that or interesting? If, or if they don't, they definitely are misfits, like Eddie. Well, we got Eddie, who put, uh, he only put it on there about 100 times. Babu, babu, babu. But uh, it's good. 
So if you think our callers are great, take a look at the comments on that blog, man. There is nothing. The, the worst talk show callers in history, and believe me, we got more than our share, don't even come close to the people who respond in the chat rooms and on the blogs. Oh, my God. And, of course, we already learned that on our website long ago. That, we nipped that baby in the bud. And, and, and just like those comments in there, it had nothing to do with the poll or the right, question no. at hand. It's just, just a place for people to, you know, bitch and moan and uh, scream at each other and uh, back and forth, like a bunch of overgrown chillins. It's like putting a plate of cat food out in the alley, man. All these like a bunch of overgrown chillins, like I said, yeah. They're going to show up to it. 5670560, oh, a lot of strays out there. Pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. Join us in our intellectual dissection of the President's uh, State of the Union address last <laughs> night. WQAM, hello. Not there on two. Mark that one down on the log. On the 1st of February, no less. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's you, Neil. Yeah, my WQAM, hello. You miserable son of a bitch. That's me. You got it. 5670560. Oh, that was uh, uh, Clarence doing a voice. Good job, too, by the way. Must have had a sock over it. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. The Whisperer doing a voice today. The Whisperer. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. You people are a real scream. You know, the, the interesting part of it is the non-callers, the rest of our audience, they came for, through for us big time yesterday on that poll. Mm-hmm. 891 to 146 on that poll, just, just for us and for QAM. Which, well, I've told you that. There's like about the same ten people that call every day on all the shows, not just this one. Oh, I know. And the rest of them have got enough sense uh, not to be doing stupid stuff like that. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Mr. Bell, give Josh and George a raise. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Buenos uh, dias, amigo. Uh, thank you, sir. Come did inside. anybody mention? Thank you, thank you. Trying to be there. Uh, did anybody mention to you about the congressman Bill Young wife was thrown also? Yeah, I just got through reading that about five minutes ago. Yes, sir. For wearing a T-shirt that said support our troops. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, and guess what? We just invaded Iraq again. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line, and Cindy Sheen got arrested, and uh, chickens are peeing all over the place, and uh, kill a bird for Jesus, because then birds are going to get us. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. That guy that called in last week uh, regarding Mandis, he's full of crap. Mandis never said that. About that, uh, It was somebody that you'd like to be on from 2 oh. to 6. He yeah. actually said that anybody besides Mo would be an improvement in the 2 to 6 slot. Yeah, well, I got, I got news for you. Mad, mad, if you think that we uh, don't get along, me and the Mo Meister, or Hank and Mo, uh, Mad Dog hates him like poison. But that exactly. language is universal. Why should he be different from anybody else? You, you back-to-back with manage and your station would be... I, yeah, let me say it again. I, as of the uh, close of business yesterday, I, I don't really care what they do after two. I'm, I'm just I'm no longer involved. They can they can put Chinese mazurkas on. I, I just don't care. Well, if they were smart, they'd have you and manage back-to-back. And then they, yeah, but you, they, hear, they, you hear what you just said? If they were smart... That's true. We used to be back-to-back, and he had gigantic... He would carry right on with the big numbers we had uh, tended to, but uh, used to. Used to and would have and should have. Match made in heaven. Okay. All right. <laughs> getting, a little, getting a little emotional about it, huh? The voice is cracking. Shed a tear here. Let me say it again. If they put on, if they put on uh, elephants farting for uh, however many hours, that, that's oh, going to hear that. Because that still ain't our format. Because Joyce makes sure we don't put that on the air. So better sound like something. No, else. you guys are on your own. Okay, I did. Uh, went to bed for yesterday, and what I got in return was like a big fart in the face, and, and that was it. 
Like uh, whatever we do here, we're going to go out of our way to ignore it, and we sure as hell aren't going to get involved with that crap. So that, that's fine. That's okay. Be true to your station, man. Remember that song by the Beach Boys, Be True to Your Shul? Well, right. they're not. They're not. They're all in la-la land. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. One thing I don't understand is... Um, a lot of things that, I don't understand, but... So well, um, you know, Bill Maher said it uh, uh, right when he said, uh, I'm pissed off that most people aren't pissed off. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, well, no, uh, I don't understand they don't care the most people are stupid. troops thing, because most of those people that fly the banner support your own troops are in favor of keeping the troops over there dying. That's when right. I would think support uh -huh. the troops means get them the hell out of there and fight for something that matters. Well, I, that's what Cindy Sheehan said and a lot of other people, but nevertheless, what do they know? But she's a commie. There you go. Pinko. Anyway, Neil, um, in closing, uh, Neil, I, I think they stole the election. <laughs> five six seven. Well, he's been thinking about it for a while. He's finally come to that conclusion. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get those diebold voting machines in there for Greg Kotex before it's too late over there at the Herald. You're, you're right, man. I, I just I had like an epiphany about the second one in the last a couple of months. Yeah. In fact, it popped right in my uh, oh, fat ass. No, I just I just uh, you know there's nothing I can do. I've done everything I can, and if we get like a 15 share, if they get a one, that's their problem. You know, nothing I can do about it. They will not listen to anything that we say from this show. It's just uh, we know nothing. We're the anti-sports crowd. We're the anti-social crowd. We're the evil ones. We're, we're, see, we're sporting the party. You do understand that. We're I, I, on I've their understood parade. it for a long time. I mean, how many times when Clarence was like, uh, you know, pretending to be whatever he was, did he come in there? Oh, I, come on, do a sports show. I would make a joke about doing a sports show. Oh, come on, do it. Do it. It'll be great. Do it. He would love nothing better than if I would start doing a sports show every day. There's about, there's about as much chance of my star doing a sports show as there is of Clarence uh, getting a brain between now and next circus, okay? That ain't going to happen, sweetheart. Ain't going to happen. But we do need to hear a lot more about And if we love the Panthers, they're really great, yeah. Thanks, by the way, for letting us win the other night. Thank you very much. Froggy. Jacques Martin. It's interesting how Ottawa's really kicking ass and they're playing wide open now. Even under old BM this year, anybody could coach that team. That team. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, were you able to watch that, uh, our leader last night on TV? Were you able to stomach it? I saw about the last 10 minutes, and I puked my guts out for about an hour and a half. Unbelievable. And although I puked my guts at the Democratic response was even worse. Weak, well, yeah, really weak. You know, Pathetic. Yeah, sad part. That's the sad part. Unbelievable. I do yeah. have good news, though. I am out of South Florida this summer. I'm out of here finally. Congratulations, Pally. Thank you, man. I won't even ask you where you're going because no matter where it is, you could be going to the Okefenokee Swamp. It would be a major improvement. <laughs> well, that's true. Good that's luck to you, man. Thank you, too, man. All right. Oh, yeah. I, I'm out. Honest to goodness. I mean, and, and I'm, I'll say it again. This show has been a barometer. A lot of people resent that. Oh, no, you're wrong. You just have a bunch of idiots. No. Well, I mean, yeah, no yeah, one, yes. It's a barometer. It's like, it's like taking the temperature. It's like sticking a... Thermometer in your and taking the temperature of the community, and I, that, this show has been an accurate reflection of South Florida for years and years. And every time I come back to town, it's worse and worse. And I look around, I see these these people driving, and I say, "Who are they? And what are they? And what are they thinking about?" And of course, uh, they're not. What is this all about? Oh, postal killer may have shot neighbor before the spree. Aren't you concerned about that postal thing? No. Aren't you going postal? Yes. I am because I'm looking at the Rush Limbaugh's wife. I'm not. Five six seven oh five sixty. Good choice. How's that poll coming, by the way? Let's get heavy on that poll. We've done this about a thousand times. 
I'm talking about our pool, not that other piece of turd. Who is the biggest no-talent celebrity of all time? 640 votes. Paris Hilton, 218. She, uh, just, she's just off by herself. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, 57. I hate this pool, 55. Actually, Simpson, 48. P. Diddy, 48. He can do it. Adam Sandler, 18. Tom, uh, uh, Tori Spelling, 15. I almost said Tom Welling. Sorry, Tommy. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 15. Sly Stallone, 14. He's right on Arnold's ass. Arsenio Hall, 13. J-Lo, 13. Ellen DeGeneres, 13. No talent dyke. I mean none. Ed Sullivan, 12. Ed Solomon. Britney Spears, 11. Tony Dan's, 11. Snoop Dogg, 10. Can he belt one out or not? Keanu Reeves, 10. Ben Affleck, 10. Wayne Newton, 9. Don Cashane. Uh, Emeril Lagasse, uh, 6. Madonna, 6. Remember that Hank said he enjoyed the Wayne Newton show in Vegas? No. Hank must have, his blood sugar must have been way out of kilter that night. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Madonna, 6. Jay Leno, 4. Frank Sinatra, 4. Bob Dylan, 4. Probably Bob Dylan shouldn't have been on there because at least he wrote some great music. He right. couldn't sing, but... Should have had somebody else sing him for him. That's right. Ozzy Osbourne, 4. Courtney Cox, 3. William Shatner, 2. Gary Moore, 1. And none for Tab Hunter. Hey, Tab! You fairy! Dean Martin or Bruce Willis? I would have thought Dean Martin would start moving up the list after he played some of them fantastical clips. You would have thought, but no. But no. Nothing for Dean. I think since they turned on Jerry Lewis, they kind of like tuned him out of their brain. Dean Martin. 20 till noon at QM. Now, let's see. What's on uh, the rest of the day? This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Explosive device, an IED, grievously injured an ABC News crew on Sunday. In Iraq and throughout the military, there is sympathy and concern for anchor Bob Woodruff and cameraman Doug Vogt. Good Canadian boy, by the way, Doug Vogt. But there's also this question. Why do you think this is such a huge story, wrote an officer stationed in Bakuba, Iraq, Monday via email. It's a bit stunning to us over here how absolutely dominant the story is on every network and front page. I mean, you'd think we lost the entire 1st Marine Division or something. There's a lot of grumbling from guys at all ranks about it, he writes. That's a really impolite and impolitic thing to say, but it's what you would hear over here. At least 2,245 troops have died in Iraq since the war started. 1,753 of them killed in action. Another 16,000 have been injured, half of them seriously enough to require evacuation from the battlefield. According to the Pentagon, 60% of deaths are the result of IEDs, which have injured more than 9,200 troops, nine times more than gunshots. The point that's currently being made is that the press folks are more important than mere military folks, a senior military official told UPI yesterday. The unavoidable consequence of war is this. 
People are savagely wounded and killed. Soldiers in Iraq watching the coverage on satellite TV and reading the news on the Internet are getting the impression that the press has only just discovered this fact. Well, haven't they? It's not quite as simple as that, of course. Military personnel often express frustration that the media harps on military casualty reports at the expense of what they consider their successes in Iraq. However, as it prompted and promoted its story on Woodruff and Vote Monday evening, the local ABC News affiliate in Washington showed a montage of exploding vehicles in Iraq, footage called largely from insurgents who videotaped the attacks and post them on websites to advertise or magnify their successes. The families of the 76 troops killed and 533 wounded in action in Iraq from the District of Columbia, Virginia, and Maryland might say the war had already come home. It's just a bit frustrating to see something so dramatized that happens every day to some 20-year-old American, or worse, to 10, 30-year-old Iraqis or cops alongside us. Some of the stories don't even mention the Iraqi casualties in this attack as if they're meaningless, wrote the officer in Bakuba. Catherine Montgomery, a professor at American University School of Communication, has been thinking the same thing. When you see the kind of coverage the story is getting, it draws attention to the lack of coverage that hundreds of cases don't get, said Montgomery. Having a personal connection to someone injured or killed on the battlefield is relatively a rare experience for journalists. Fewer than 1% of the U.S. population is part of the military. Very few reporters have served. The war is comfortably distant until a fellow journalist is affected. It could have been you. It could have been me, we think. The full weight of the war is hard to comprehend until it happens to you or someone you know or someone like you. Incidents like the serious wounding of Woodruff are rare. It's never happened before to any anchor person for any of the U.S. TV networks. Consequently, it had significant event for a value, news value. But many journalists have been injured and killed covering the uh, current conflict in Iraq. According to the Committee to Protect Journalists, 61 have died from hostile action since March 2003, many of them Iraqi or Arab and therefore unfamiliar. That compares to 66 journalists killed during the entire Vietnam War, according to the Freedom Forum. Now, who was the? It was David uh, Bloom? From NBC News that used to work on uh, Channel 4 down there? That sounds about right. The one that I died? remember he died from a... Uh, like a heart blood, blood clot. clot. Yeah. yeah. From sitting there. Oh, yeah, clot. And that was, that was a long time ago. That was after that whole business about the embedded... Yeah, embedded... Uh, you know, the pro- propaganda spreading embedded the journalist. And because he hadn't walked around or moved very much and was mm-hmm. sitting there, he got that uh, clot, and all of a sudden, bada-bing, and that was the end of him. Total needlessly, totally, uh, and again... And when I watched, you know, I only did watch the last 10 minutes, and I wasn't going to watch any of it. But I watched the Democrats, you know, after the Republicans would go, hey, every time Bush farted or, like, raised an eyebrow, hey, and I hear the Democrats very reluctantly, but all, all standing up to just to make sure that the camera saw that they weren't, uh, you know. Only Why? a couple of times Why? from what I was or heard, uh, they said afterward, because I didn't watch the earlier part, only a couple of times did they not stand up. Like we had said, let's kill all the fags. They didn't stand up. That was bad for business. Or let's, like, uh, you know, let all the uh, chocolate people start to death. They didn't stand up for that. Then make you want to puke? Yeah. I, no I balls, know. baby. That's the problem with this world. So few people with balls. That's why people like Cindy Sheehan and Michael Moore, they get to trashed all the time. You know, smear and schmear. Oh, they're communists. They're, they're sympathizing with the enemy. Just smear and schmear, man. Anybody that dares to open up their mouth. Paul O'Neill, same thing. Oh, he used uh, classified documents in that book. Is We're going to send him to death row. Shut him up real fast. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're having our very intellectual discussion about the president and the State of the Union address and the very weak, weak need Democratic response last night. We're going to break it down. Democratic response was very much like the QM sports crew. Impotent. WQAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing, man? All right, Pally. Yeah, actually, I was calling in uh, at the same time that guy was talking. The one that's leaving South Florida. Yeah. I was, I was calling in and telling you the exact same thing. I'm out of here. Oh, excellent. Man. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Hollywood, and I'm 29 years old, and it's 29 years too long. Yeah, you're, you're about 50 years too young to be living there. 
<laughs> I'm out of here, man. Get my family out of here. Good luck, Pally. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Congratulations. People getting out there. They, they, can, they can smell the daffodils, man. Ooh, it's the smell of death, especially in Hollywood where he is. Well, you're in Hollywood. Can you right. smell the death? Depends on which way the wind's blowing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't want to see that. Pregnant women should continue antidepressant. Did you see that big puppet there? No. It was I, a chocolate puppet. Listen, I cannot stand the sight of Mrs. Limbaugh. Oh, that's right. Let me turn over to uh, M the MSNBC. Okay, they probably got somebody more uh, palatable on there. In fact, what are they showing? Broken borders. They're showing all of them illegal aliens pouring across. Illegal aliens. How do you like those comments? Uh, that was also in that last part I seen last night. I didn't see any part of it. Thank you. Well, I saw only the last 10 minutes, and once I turned it on, I was only the only reason I stayed with it is because I was curious to see the response of the, um, you know, the the peanut gallery there. Mm -hmm. And I and I should like, uh, you know, although he made just as I was turning it on, he made some comment about ah, me and Bill Clinton, you know, and they showed Hillary, and she had kind of like like she just smelled a bad fart, that kind of look on her face. You mean the one like, she always has? Yeah, that that's yeah, exactly. That's the one, like that real sour look. Like some 600-pound uh, chocolate lady just farted in front of her. Ooh, like that. 5670560, oh, pound 560, or maybe she once upon a time worked at QAM. That might have had something to do with it. Have that sour look on your face. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I just want to thank you, if I may. Um, You're welcome. For <laughs> informing me of the news and what's going on in the real world out there because... I just can't stomach watching it on TV or listening it. You know, it's just you. You're it. You're the. I am it. I'm the, I'm the I'm the source, baby. I'm the source of where it be at. Seven. Right. Twenty. Oh, I hate that thing. But I am going to be on twenty four seven. Twenty. I'm going to be on twenty six eight. How do you like that? <laughs> well, no, because you definitely deserve your well vacations and all the fun you have. But I've been listening to you for twenty years, and wow. I have to say, I get. Get most of it from you. A lot of good stuff and a lot of bad stuff you need to hear. And that's right. uh, We need to hear the you, bad stuff. Yeah, but uh, there should be a lot more Cindy Sheehan's, that's for sure. You because, said it, honey. You said it. I just it. Well, don't understand why these people are for anything. I just, I, I just, um, I'm baffled. But also, somebody with no talent and who is just a disgusting pig, I can't uh -huh. figure it out, is Courtney Love. I just, um, maybe it's a guy thing, I don't know, or... Well, no, you're, not you. We have Courtney Cox out there, but not Courtney Love. So let's Courtney put Courtney Love, Love on there. Get that on there, Josh, right away. There's one. She is a disgusting pig. Yep. Amen. And thank you, Neil, again. For Courtney Love, now, she's got a nose for news. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be anywhere near her nose. Exactly. Have a great day. Maybe she's the one that farted in front of Hillary last night. Have a great day. 5670560. Pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We're just rolling along, taking four or 5,000 calls every day now. That, that's my new deal. All right. Get a lot of these calls in here. Not these stupid ass sitting here killing time reading uh, newspaper articles on the air, you know, and those intellectual people from across the street, they don't want to hear that. Of course, they are listening, but they, you know, they're going to be shutting it off like my old mailman, Rick. They're yeah. reaching for the dial right now. They can't quite reach it or the dial either. They're reaching for it. <laughs> Who the hell are you people kidding? God. And the proof of the pudding is that yesterday you can be damn sure that the juice and toast and the frittata and omelet, they were banging away, too, on that poll. And they got 146 votes to our 891. They really, and that's probably their whole audience who voted twice. Who are they kidding? But, you know, see, now they're feeling their oats and they're thinking, hey, that Rogers, he said they're throwing in the towel over there. We, we really, yeah, right. Feeling and, they, and they are. They are. And Clarence is sitting there having George come in and explain to him what uh, you know who's on first and what's it all about. That that was 
You can ask Josh. I kept asking, what, what is he in there for? What is that all about? Just talking. Talking crap, man. Talking trash. You could, you could be talking to the janitor and have a more intellectual radio conversation. You're talking about radio, not about sports. Don't you understand the difference? You're talking about broadcasting, broadcasting like Lenny Martez, broadcasting like Mike Rosenthal, broadcasting like Gilbert, <laughs> a broadcasting. That's it. What's that got to do with ball games, man? What's that got to do with the stupid ball? And most importantly, what the hell has it got to do with that? With that big-headed goofball, huh? God, his head is bigger than some planets in the solar system. I guarantee you, I will guarantee you when that damn thing they sent up, it's going to take nine years to get there and it's going to cost billions of dollars already. When that gets to Pluto, they're going to see it's just the size of Shaq's head. Well, it's bigger than your anus. And that's what you think. You ain't seen my anus lately. Has it gotten bigger? Oh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Howard, have you heard the new uh, Howard Stern show on the series? WQAM, hello. <laughs> Talk about stale news. QAM. There's no more on the Al Franken show. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Yes, well, hi, my name is James. I'm calling about your we need actual salespeople who can actually sell advertising at New Times. You guys are hiring? Who can actually sell advertising? I don't think we have any of those. Thank you. Well, you uh -huh. guys hiring? <laughs> yeah, yes. we are. Every every day is a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah, James, every day we're hiring. In fact, we just hired uh, 75 people, including the, the, uh, bitch, uh, the uh, fine young lady from uh, Fort Worthy, Vero Beach, who told me I that she uh, used she used to sell my show when I was on at the station up there in Vero Beach. No, she sold you, chunks of you. Yeah. No, no, that's what she said this morning. She used to sell my show when I was on her station in Vero Beach. I said, honey, I was never you know, in Vero Beach. That's not exactly my idea of what, what I'm shooting for, you know? Well, maybe it was uh, when you were syndicated in Vero Beach. Oh, you were never, <laughs> never syndicated there? And it took me about ten times to convince her, hey, I was not on your station, lady. You never sold my show. You haven't got a clue what you're talking about. And I wasn't on your station, okay? Maybe it was and some she, she other Neil Rogers. Oh, I'm sure it was. I, yeah, right. Could have been that other Neil Rogers. Probably Neil Bortz. You know, Neil aborts. Does he? WQAM, hello. Listen, you Democrat, just go sell some medicine. Or... WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Is there a drill bit small enough to drill a glory hole for you? WQAM, hello. Yeah, drill this. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. It's, uh, Martha Stewart on your poll. Martha Stewart, man, has she got the talent or, no. or what? Neil, to this day, I, I swear I couldn't tell you what the hell she's known for other than just being famous. She's known for baking cookies and going to Sugar jail. cookies, I understand. Sugar cookies, yeah. Is Thanks, Polly. Good choice. Right. Okay, and that show of hers that uh, you're fired at it, Martha. Well, how long did that last? About five minutes? Yeah, she got fired something. Huh? She got fired at That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. You're fired at it, Martha. You're out. Go back to, go back to jail. Cookies. Do not pass, uh, go, do not collect 200 uh, cookies, whatever. Pathetic. Hey, in fact, I'll tell you another one. That's Oprah. Speaking Absolutely. of that uh, nice book club she's got going with all them phony, oh, I didn't know and I feel betrayed and all you stupid housewives out there that listen to the crap I, uh... Man, that, that, that right there, that should tell you all you need to know about America is the uh, following that that bitch has got. It doesn't matter. It's just like when the priests get busted with their hands down the kids' pants. Oh, it was just a, you know. Isolated incident. Faith-based people. Let me say it again. All you parents out there, don't trust your kids to a guy that wears a dress. I could be dreaming when I tell you that, but that's, that's just my feeling uh, about that, it. That, that area you know about. Yeah, I know all about that uh, yeah. stuff. WQAM, hello. And when you say that area, are you talking about between the... Uh, 
Perfect on the knee. The swimsuit area. QAM, hello. Mr. Potato. WQAM, hello. Oh, we haven't heard from him in a long time. WQAM, hello. With Brokeback Mountain, the gay agenda is being set in motion. (laughs) You better get used to it, Pally. Get the lotion for your motion. WQAM, hello. Dan Stewart's side? No, no, that's bad. Oh, we're fine. How do you like that? Maybe Danny's one of his relatives listening. He's coming up with Dan Stewart. Yeah, Dan Stewart died, okay? It happens to the worst of us. He's dead. You won't be hearing from him no more. Oh, well, no, actually, you will. Oh, we're fine. See, it's a damn good thing we memorialized him with that that's thing. Oh, we're fine. Just like the guy that said, I'm dying over here. He's been then, dead for years now. And then he died. He, he said that, and then I'm dying over here. he lived up to his promise. He did. He died up to his promise. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, I am. Hey, in, a, in response to your in comment the other day, Larry Bach is still alive. Yeah. You know, with the scratchy voice. Yeah, I know Larry Bach. Box. Box. That's how Larry answers yeah. the phone. Box. Yeah, he's still, he's still doing good. Well, that's good. I, I told him you, you asked about him the other day on the show. Are you one of Larry's boyfriends or what? No, no, no. None of no. that. Okay. All right, Neil. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Larry Box is still That's good to hear. Best regards, Larry. Box. He just got a gravelly voice, that's all. One of those things. He's a good guy. Never stole a freight train. How many votes we got on our pool? It's, you know something? It's a relief that I don't have to keep going back and checking that stupid other thing. That, that was a lot of work yesterday, and I thought I accomplished something. I was all... See, this is the thing that was deflating. It was deflating because I felt like, man, we sure put them in their place. We kicked their ass. We, we are handing the baton off there to the Bowmeister at two with his big moo cow in front of University Dodge and thinking, man, oh, man, we're going to just paste the wall with her ass. And then that was the end of that. And throughout the day, I'd come in here and the 891 turned into like 903 and 905. <laughs> yeah. And their 146 turned into like 357 and 528. And, and I'm thinking, there's something not going on over there. You know what I'm saying? Somebody dropped the balls. Well, imagine while they're wasting their time plugging that pole, we were doing important things. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And what else? Yeah. And don't forget about that Super Bowl. This is Neil Rogers. This is Homeland Security Tom Ridge, advising you to put duct tape on your radio when I raise the warning color to pink for the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Give Grandma and Grandpa the gift of today's hottest music with Senior Bob. I ain't seen she's a gold digger. But you ain't messing with no broke geezer. Senior Bob features the greatest hits sung by the greatest generation. I walk this empty strip on the boulevard of broken hips. Senior Bob covers all your favorite artists like that whippersnapper Eminem, those tattooed Nancy boys Blink-182, and those brazen young hussies, the Pussycat Dolls. Don't you wish her late wife was hot like me? Don't you? Senior Bop is not available in stores that the band from the nursing home drives to. So call now. Retire. Come on, do it. 1201 at 560 WQAM. Happy happy Wednesday, February 1. 5670560. It's all call Wednesday, baby. I do have a few more things in my pile, but you know something? These calls are so damn uh, illuminating, aren't they? They are. I like them. You know. Five that. six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. We got a uh, ball game tonight? No, we don't. Good. WQAM. Hello. Oh, 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 oh. 
Burns. That sounded like Linda, didn't it? That was Linda. Or Ed Burns. And we, I guarantee it was Linda. Either that or Don's Johnson. 5670560. We're analyzing last night's address by your president. And believe you me, this uh, crowd we're hearing from today, that was their president. Make no mistake about that. And then, of course, the phenomenal weak need Democratic response. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Don't forget to take the silverware at Duff's in Pembroke Pines. <laughs> Where everything tasted the same. I don't know they stole the silverware at Duff's. Remember that at Pines and uh, Pines and whatever? That was a long time ago. Yeah, long ago. Duff's uh, Smorgasbord, where everything was like mushy. It was good for the old farts who ate like gummed their food. They didn't have to have any teeth to eat at Duff's. Duff. The spaghetti tasted like the mashed taters, and the uh, custard tasted like the jello. It was fabulous. Oh. WQAM, hello. That was our movie, Broke My Back at the Glory Hole. WQAM, hello. Now, yeah, I know Greg's got to have something to do while he's in there in his, uh, under, his underwear. You know what you said yesterday? He was wandering around the building in his underwear, handing out uh, Arbitron books. Well, I didn't say his underwear. Somebody else's. Somebody's. WQAM, hello. Hey, it's Suds. I'm going to need that bat line number. Go ahead and hit me with it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Is uh, Dr. Phil on your poll? Ooh. Dr. Phil. Yeah, they him like poison. He'll go zooming up there. Every time we do one of these negatory polls, he does very well. He should win this one hands down. Okay, thank you. Hands down your pants. Yeah, we've done this poll about 45,000 times, but I already told you the reason I did it. And that's okay. I make no apologies for it. Now, this, this is one you can't I showed do. up today. Huh? This is one you can't do too often. And we never had Ed Solomon on there before, so let's see. Jay says, look at this. Jay, who actually likes this show. I can't believe that. We have one. One for the poll. I guess it's borderline. If you, Oh, yeah. She has no talent at all. And she's 57 years old. Vanna White. He says, I guess it's borderline if she'd be considered a celebrity. But, oh, she's a big celebrity, all right. You kidding me, Pat and Vanna? They're bigger than Halava in, uh, in Jerusalem, man. Once upon a time, I considered Pat and Vanna, but that was, uh, you know, 30 years ago. No one has ever made as much money with as little talent as Vanna White. Before the technology boom, she used to do a little work by physically turning letters. But now all the bitch does is touch the screen. She just touches it, and it right. lights up. Right. Well, she doesn't really have to touch it either, but, you know. No, it just, it's just for show. It's like, it's like mm -hmm. when you get a spin in Wheel of Fortune and look at the uh, slots. It's just, just to show because the computer already decided it's going to give you, like, 25. Oh, geez, 25 again. She must have a shiny golden horseshoe shoved away up there because no one has been luckier than this dumb bitch, says Jay. When I see her, I throw up in my mouth a little bit, kind of like Dan Rather. Thank you, Jay. Here's a guy that actually still likes the show. We got one. We got one. Now we're building, man. We got one. We love that Neil Rogers. About yeah, See, this is uh, probably all month long. The month of February is for my 30th anniversary in the market on March 1. We're going to be getting nothing but hate all month, which is fine, you know. Let it out. I understand. I can handle it. I'm getting paid a lot of money to accept your uh, venom and sputum. Five, six, seven. I feel a lot better, though, putting on MSNBC, even though they really have a crappy uh, news staff on there. Yeah, but they don't at have least, that, at least, that At least they don't have uh, Dana Bash, and they don't uh -huh. have Mrs. Limbaugh. Right. They don't have that one I can't think of her name all the while that's on in the afternoon. And they don't have the situation room with Wolf uh, Blitzkrieg. Boy, he is evil, man. Yes, he really he is. is evil. This country can dramatically improve our environment. That's for damn sure by getting your ass out of there. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. I finally, I think I've finally shaken the uh, QM doldrums. i finally come to my senses. Just forget about all of that crap. You know, ask not what they're going to do for us, because uh, we already know the answer. It's going to be oh. the big O. Nothing. 
Although we do like the big... Rock solid. Oh, and evidently the audience does, too. Last time I checked uh, last night, he was doing okay. He was the least hated. Okay. WQAM, hello. Neil, you remember Sweden House on Biscayne Boulevard? I beg your pardon? I said, do you remember the Sweden House on Biscayne Yeah, I remember the Sweden House, but we're not doing that no more. Okay, that's uh, yesterday's poll. I remember it. Big yellow sign, Sweden House, smorgasbord. I remember it. Hey, remember what? I remember a lot of other things on uh, Biscayne Boulevard that were a lot tastier. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? All right. Uh, a couple of quick points. Uh, it's very frustrating to see. Late last year, the Democrats had Bush up against the ropes mm -hmm. with the whole um, Valerie Plain situation. They were all coming out in unison saying mm -hmm. that Bush lied, Bush lied. And what Bush about the Jack Abramoff situation? And what about yeah. the uh, what about the Duke Cunningham situation? What about the Scooter Libby situation? And what about bada beep, bada boop, but about all these things? Yeah, but the, the point is that they had they what were about all Kenny, unison. Kenny Boy Lay and uh, all these guys. Right. They were all in unison saying that Bush lied, but then when the American people said, well, what would we do next? This one said this, this one says that. No, no, that that's right, because the Democrats can't get their act together. That's right. right. And then when you see last night when Bush is walking in, which I didn't watch the whole thing, I just saw the first part. You see these Democrats and even the black congressional caucus. Yeah. Kissing him on the cheek and shaking oh, his yeah. hand. And you know what the most up? obnoxious one was? Is Mary Landro and Mary Blanco there from Louisiana. They were patting him on the back after yeah. the speech and kissing his ass. Uh, it yeah. was disgusting, it's, man. It's, it's, it's pathetic. And these guys are so outraged. And they see what he's doing to the country. And it's like we have, we have no chance. I'm on the verge of just giving up with the Democratic Party. There's nothing else left. There you go. Amen. Uh, just, just, your right up now, just, just enjoy your life, man. That's all I can tell you. No, I'm killing myself right now. All right. Good luck to you. We'll see you on the other side. I got news for you. The Democratic Party ain't worth killing yourself for. Believe you me. They're killing me. They're killing all of us. Weak need bunch of wimps. Yeah. Just like our sports people here on QAM. Weak need. No fight in them. No, no combativeness. And last night, man, thank God I didn't see only more than that last ten minutes. I thought by then it would be over with already. I thought it was safe to, like, flip by CNN. And there uh -huh. he was. Uh, when I, oh, and that went on forever. He went past 10 o'clock, I believe. Oh, brother. It was really, and who's this bitch? They got on MSNBC with the frizzy hair. Who's she? Courtroom drama from Baghdad. They are, they had, like, the amateur hour, you know what? Poor uh, Keith Olbermann. He actually, uh, once every two weeks, he does a pretty interesting show. Nine minutes after noon at 5.60, the beast has lost that nine pounds. He's on the way to getting in good shape for that wedding this summer, and you can do the same, because Balance for Life has done it again. Just in time for Valentine's, Valentine's Day, pamper your significant other and yourself at the same time with delicious gourmet meals and snacks delivered every day for less than 20 bucks a day. Now, this new deal I got going for you is the double deal, and if you sign up now, Balance for Life will give you the book What's, What to Eat in the Zone, The Secrets of the Zone Diet with Recipes and Helpful Hints by Dr. Barry Sears and Brian Sears. Now you and your spouse, friend, or a co-worker can both share the benefits and convenience of the Zone Diet. You'll both get your choice of two meals and a total of two snacks, two bottles of water, and two utensil packs. That's a real double deal. And delivery right to your door, of course, in that little black sack is included. Besides enjoying the weight loss and health benefits of Balance for Life, you can really enjoy the convenience, too. If you know you're going out to dinner, you can choose to eat just breakfast and lunch. You can choose to eat your two meals per day any time that you want. And don't forget, Balance for Life is the only service that lets you choose your meals. They give you a menu every week, and you pick out exactly what you'd be wanting. So grab a friend right now and call to get signed up and start receiving meals and get the book, What to Eat in the Zone, and start watching that ugly, debilitating fat just slide right off your fat ass. Call Balance for Life at 866-225-4543. That's 866-225-4543 around the web, balanceforlife.com. 
This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Florida Panthers hockey. Oh. The puck drops here Friday night against the Atlanta Freshers. Driven by Jam Lexus. Coverage starts at 7 with Panthers Premium. Right here. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers. Tonight on an all-new Sleeping with the Stars. Okay, Bobby, you selected the jungle room. Now let's see which celebrity is waiting for you in bed. Whoa, be Arthur. I thought you were dead. Don't let the smell fool you, honey. This golden girl is going to rock your world. Oh, boy. See the stars you haven't seen in a long time in a way you never wanted to see them. So, uh, Richard Dawson, um, uh, what you been up to? Oh, hello, my dear. <laughs> Welcome to my office. Ew, ew, please don't stand up. Sleeping with the stars. They used to be on television. Now, they're on top of you. Connie Stevens, uh, I had a crush on you when I was 12, and now you're crushing me. It's a little bit of nostalgia and a whole lot of nasty. Sleeping with the stars. From 13 at 560 WQAM, happy Wednesday to you, the 1st of February, man. i got a whole new altitude now. Now, don't let me veer off. All right. Good right. job. Steer you straight. Wait till Josh tells you about that uh, whole deal of his. Okay. Did he tell you yet? No. Oh, great. well. I'll remember. You'll, you'll blow your brains out. Very sad, and again, I'm beginning to see that that whole, uh, you know, people tell you stuff, but a beep, but a boop, but a and then uh, don't turn out to be what uh, they tell you what it was. Hmm. 5670560, pound 560, the Verizon and Singular wireless line. El Presidente, your thoughts, positive or negative? Let's do a last or positive or negative poll. Not, what do you say? How's it going, Blabo? And by the way, you were right. God, was he ever right. About what? Not about cats, but about, well, about this business, you know, about rushing mm-hmm. to judgment about this one or that one or whatever. It all smells the same, you know. Like when you fall in a septic tank, and all, they all smell pretty much the same, just a different, uh, different degree. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? George? Yes, sir. Yo. Um, I've been looking for that, this, uh, thing you play with, uh, it sounds like a nursery rhyme or a children's song that sounds like they're going to say, uh, forbidden words and then they don't. Yeah. And I can't find it for the life of me. What, what do you mean you've been looking for? Where have you been looking? Like in the, in the, uh, garage or in the attic? <laughs> Where have you been looking like, for it? I don't understand what you mean you've been looking for it. I, online, I've been trying to find it, LimeWire, uh, just all sorts of searches I've been trying to go for it. Where you you don't mean that? this, do you? You mean that? There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. Is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Well, guess what? What? You found it. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country. 
tree with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. Absolutely. 1216C has been looking for it. He just found it. This is the place you're looking for it. This is where you'll find it. And if we can't find it, we'll uh, find it. And I'll give you an example of that. You know, they can come up with all the uh, venom on this uh, this yeah. bomb. Probably uh, Greg Kotex is writing most of them, him and LeBaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- that's fine. But the one thing they can't come up with, and we got over here, okay, that they'll never duplicate in a million years. You know what it is? An audience? Well, beside that. Oh. <laughs> right? Right. Bob I mean, he's, he's only on there about, what, 4,000 times? <laughs> Now we're talking. Steve, what's his name? McGowan. McGowan. And what's the name of his business? Bexel. Bexel? Bexel Corporation. He's actually the uh, big cheese over there. The uh... <laughs> I-95 and the uh, and, uh, Ives Dairy Road. I see. And in his spare time when he's not uh, writing a lot of business. Well, now, what do they do? What kind of business is that? I'm not sure. Uh, a crazy people's business? Something like that. Heavy machinery, something I haven't Really? Heard. Well, I think maybe he's been uh, steering too much heavy machinery. <laughs> see, that's the sound that the heavy machinery makes. Maybe that's why it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you guys may have all your misfits, but you never... Well, that, that's our misfit, okay? Yeah, they can hurt you. jealous. They're just jealous. That Neil Rogers, he ain't uh, worth a crap. He they, just... Yeah, right. What, they can have Ron and Gilbert and uh, Reverend Jones. But not Eddie. Not Eddie. Yeah, we'll make you a package deal, okay? We'll give you Ron and Gilbert and the guy with the eyes. <laughs> oh, boy. Like that. The guy with the eye eyes. And his David Cassidy blow-up doll. WQAM, Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing, buddy? Okay, Pally. Good. Neil, I got a question for you. My name is Joe. I know you're a big Pompano fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, I needed to know if maybe I could have a couple of minutes of your time and just uh, ask to your what? opinion. Well, what, well, what is, about what? Okay, I go to the track almost every single racing night. No, that's and a bad idea. I've been going idea. there. Huh? What's that? <laughs> I said, yeah, fool of his money are soon parted. Go ahead. I, 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 I know what If you this mean. is going to be about harness racing, it's going to be a very short call, my friend. No, it's not. It's actually What something... is it about? Is it about losing your ass at the track? No. Well, almost that, but mm-hmm. like I said, uh, Neil, I've been going there for six years. Yeah. And I was actually told, uh, I was actually thrown off the track the other night. Good. Well, that's a good idea. I'm glad. Five, six, seven. Nice going, Dick Feinberg and uh, Steve Wolf and whoever else threw this uh, turd off the track. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. And you better watch it because uh, Bruce Day, uh, Ranger is going to be a real danger if you mess with him. And Wally Hennessy, oh, he knows all the right people. He gets some of those guys from uh, Nova Scotia down to kick your ass. Anybody know what I'm talking about? What do you no, talking no, about? No, and that's why they're gra- that's why they gravitate toward this show. They can talk all the crap they want, but they're they're fascinated. They're obsessed. They're obsessed because they haven't even got any idea what language I'm speaking. Five six seven oh five sixty. But what about that? Yeah. yeah, how about that Super Bowl? We're talking Steelers. Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't care less. You know, I don't like the Steelers and I don't like the Seahawks. I, I guess being a, a Patriot guy, I should probably root for the AFC. What do you think, Josh? Um, yeah, I guess. No. Yes? I mean, you hate the Steelers, so... It I, I don't really hate the Steelers. I don't yeah, know. I mean, do. I hate them when they're playing the Patriots, of course. But then, uh, I don't know. I mean, Seattle, to me, like, leaves me limp, you know? 
I like the city, I might be rooting for him. No, no, I'm not talking about the city. I've never been there, but I'm just talking about the team. Like, I don't know. They're, they're neither fish nor fowl to me. The NFC, in fact, all NFC leaves me limp. I mean, so many marginal, you know, the Redskins, uh, phony baloney, and the Giants. Oh, my God. And that Peyton Manning's a sister, the quarterback. Oh, brother. You know what I'm saying? NFC doesn't deserve to. The AFC is where it be at. Wouldn't you agree? We got the Dolphins. They're going to go 16-0. and 0. You'll see. Going to go undefeated this season, Dolphins. And they're over there on the other place. Mm. What are we going to do then? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Your your take oh. on the Super Bowl, on George W. Bush, on the incredibly weak Democratic response from that uh, fruit-faced uh, governor of Virginia. Boy, he was lame. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I don't know if she fits the celebrity part, but I know she's no talent. How about Rita Cosby? She's a celebrity, man. She's big on MSNBC, and she can't speak. A good one. Thank you. Rita Cosby, she can't speak. Maybe we can put her on instead of Lenny Martez. What do you think? Or maybe oh, no. with Lenny Martez. I'll take Lenny. He looks better. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. She she may not be able to speak, but she sure as hell don't look too good. And she's fat. God, what a cow. I she's a fat cow with a nasty schnoz. Giant ass. My God. Even Carl Malden with his rolling over in his grave. He can't believe it. Is he still alive? Did we figure out Carl or what? Carl Malden? No, he's dead. I don't know. Let me look huh? it up again. His nose lives on. 567 0560. Pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. Do a little Google on Carl Malden. He was in All Fall Down with Brandon Nwilda. He's still there. Warren Beatty was in there. Yeah, he's still alive. Carl Malden, I told you. In fact, he's probably doing some of them American distress spots. He was in the uh, streets of San Francisco with Michael Douglas when some of us actually liked Michael Douglas before he decided he was a sex pot, Jesus, a sex symbol. Told, maybe somebody he, told him he was. Well, he uh, he evidently believed it. Even that Catherine Zeta Jones. Ooh, she just exactly. likes the money. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? All right, Pally. You know, I used to wonder after visiting Germany. I used to wonder how did this happen? How did World War II happen? How uh -huh. did the Nazis take power? Real easy. Take a look at what's going on right now, baby. Okay. They say never again, again. Exactly, and I'll tell right. you something. If he had said last night that we're launching a massive nuclear strike against the whole rest of the world, people would have sat there and said, yeah, right on, go for They would it. have said, what time's American Idol on? That's what they would have said. Exactly. It's amazing. It's happening all over again. And we don't Idol, I think, describes the behavior of the American people right now. Idol, I-D-I-L-E, uh, however you spell it, Idol. I think all the fast food has just lulled us into this super. <laughs> that must be it. I think it was those Krispy Kremes, man. I think so. Turned their hey. brains to mush. Unbelievable. I can't believe I see it happening, and we're all so stupid, and everybody just follows along like sheep, just like they did in Nazi Germany. And I know that back then the Nazis told them, oh, we're defending the fatherland. All those yeah. people in the concentration camps, they're insurgents. It just went on and on, and there the same thing's happening all over again. Same deal, baby. Take away the freedom. There's a lot of dead people laying around, and nobody cares. Good luck to us, Pally. Go help. God help us. Go the board. Okay. Go Steelers. There you go. We love the Steelers. They're really great. And that Bill Cower. Got a look on his puss. He's a scary guy. He's got that look of a crazy person on his face. <sighs> that jaw juts out and you think, about, oh, he's going to kill somebody right now, Bill Cower. As opposed to a Mike Holmgren who's just a big fat guy with a mustache. Don't you find him to be, I don't know, he don't look like a football coach to me. Although he, you know, he had great success in Green Bay and now in Seattle. Like home, where you like him, Josh, or not? Yeah, I think he's fine. He's okay. I mean, he ain't no uh, uh, Dan LeBastard or uh, Dave Wanstead. That's, well, who can be? Not exactly. 
The Wonstadt era, man, this big ballyhoo, and they're all jumping on the bandwagon. We're going to kick some man now. they got the Nick Saban era, and they won six in a row, including that fixed game against the Patriots, and it's going to really be great, and we're going to let go, yeah. Just keep talking to yourself. You know, living in the past, just like those make-believe fans up here. What do they suck? They are pathetic. Let's talk some hockey. What do you say? Come on, Gildy. WQAM Hockey Central. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you doing, sir? The thing I have a problem with is, and I don't understand, is where's all the people who went through, like, the uh, Vietnam War? How come, like, no one's, you know, they went through it? And it's kind of they like all have CA, thing. man, convenient Alzheimer's. They all forgot. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We're going through the same damn thing all over again. Well, you got like, like nobody's protesting. Around. You can well, see it on the news. Yeah, we got about ten people protesting. Oh, they want to show you. People are protesting, yeah. yeah I know, but, like, I saw uh, Born on the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. It's like the same exact thing. Yeah, but since the Scientologists, we got a hold of Tom Cruise, the things just haven't been the same yeah. again. All right, I'm still waiting for them bumper stickers, Neil. See ya. Good luck, Pally. Yeah, he's waiting. Hold your breath. We post stories every now and again about uh, the guy from Born on the Fourth of July, Ron Kovic, and everything. Right. You won't see it on the mainstream media. Of course not, because that's bad for business. He's one of them commie pinko protesters, man. He's bad for troop morale, don't you understand? Bad for troop morale. Just like our sports people are bad for my morale after yesterday. I'll tell you. What they pulled on me, what they did to me yesterday, even Hitler would have considered to be above and beyond the call. You know what I'm saying? Don't take it personally now. No, uh, yeah, right. I do take it personally, like a like a like a stuck to my back, like a stab through the heart. No, you're missing. Leave me out there hanging on the limb, like oh well, we don't care about that stupid thing. We're not gonna, you know. You're overthinking. If you would just take a look at the intellectual responses on that Dan Greg Kotex blog on here, then you'd understand that it's strictly for morons, you know. And and like I said, my name isn't even on the poll. I have nothing to do with their poll, and yet they're obsessed. You thought Joey Reynolds was obsessed. You thought Dickie Farkle was obsessed. They're all obsessed. And you know what they're obsessed with? Hey, oh, God. That's right. And the more they claim that they hate, the longer they listen. Their length of listenership is like 80 hours a week, and I'm only on for like 20. Well, they got the tapes. They're taping over and over. They're going online. They're listening. On. They're, they're all, they're, they can't get enough of it. It is so bad. It's, oh, he's making all that money. Yeah, your mama. 26 past noon at QAM. we got some good stuff coming up later on today, I think. I don't know what it is, but, boy, it's going to be good. Hey, if you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid, if your New Year's resolution is a great high-paying career, get out of that rut that you're in. Get yourself a life by getting a real career, some real training. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train right now at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They'll get you trained and ready for a great new high-paying career in just a matter of months. Just a few short months can change your life around. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, and financial aid for people who qualify, too. So pick up the phone right now and get yourself some training so you can have a job with some real cash and then maybe go out there and find a life with a search party. Call Fast Train 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They placed over 100 people just like you in 2005. Check Fast Train on the web at FastTrain.com, but act now to get that new high-paying career because their classes are filling up mighty fast. Don't miss that train of opportunity this year. Hop aboard, like uh, Chris Moore would say, hot dog, hop aboard. Remember when he said that? That was said. Hop aboard this year by calling 866-FAST-TRAIN, and this year make that New Year's resolution a reality by getting a uh, big career. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Hot dog, hop aboard. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 a A lollipop, little boy? From the producers of ABC's sci-fi thriller Invasion comes a show about even scarier, more diabolical terror. 
government has denied their existence for years, but they're here among us, in your town, even in your own home, just waiting for you to pick up the phone. George Bush stars as the listener in Invasion of Privacy. Hello, this is customer support. What is being your question and or problem with your product and or service, please? Yeah, see, my computer just crashed, and I don't... Did you hear that? Yes, I am doing hearing it as well. I, is someone else there on the line? Uh, no. What? Who is this? Oh, yes, I do wish to know. Uh, don't worry there, Steve. It's just me, your president. Uh, go ahead, don't mind me. Mr. President? What's going on? And how did you know my name? Oh, I know a lot about you. I like your nickname is Bubba, and you order pizza every Friday night. What? And let's see here. Looks like you missed a few payments on that student loan there, Bubba. I can't believe this. You can't do this. Thank you again there, Bubba. Oh. Well, I am also a bit of a righteous indignation. Watch it there, Haji Patel of New Delhi. But this is part of being a private call. A private overseas call there, Buddha boy. I am not a Buddhist, sir. I am Hindu. I don't care if you're Shamu. Don't mess with Texas, son. Because I got a predator drone circling 3851 Calcutta Court right now. So watch it, buddy. Invasion of Privacy. Tonight at Rick's Spain Take Over Civil Rights Nation on ABC. 1231 at 560. All the freedoms all the time, man. They're going down the tubes. Sam Alito yesterday gets confirmed. That's it. Bye-bye. Kiss your grass goodbye. I already did. Kiss your, kiss your grass skirt goodbye. I tongue-kissed it. Speaking of... Um, gay. Governor Chris Gregoire, whatever her name is, signed a gay civil rights bill into law in the state of Washington yesterday. Though the law may be held in limbo if opponents are successful in enforcing a referendum. They're going to hold it. They're going to be doing a limbo rock in the tea room while they're looking for them glory holes. The measure adds sexual orientation to the state law that bans discrimination in housing, employment, insurance, and credit. See, that's part of the gay agenda. The amendment passed by, and they're going to give everybody uh, their own power drill. There are going to be glory holes in every public building, on sidewalks, you name it. The amendment passed, and the worm is going to turn, man, you'll see. Passed by the legislature on Friday makes Washington the 17th state to pass a law covering gays and lesbians, and the 7th to protect transgendered people. The law is scheduled to take effect in June, 90 days after the end of the legislative session. However, it would be frozen until a November vote if opponent Tim Eyman, that's Eyman the Pyman, gets enough signatures by the June 7th deadline for a referendum. In addition, in seeking uh, removing sexual orientation from the law, Eyman is pushing an initiative that would prohibit state government from requiring quotas or other uh, preferential treatment for any person or group based on sexual orientation or sexual preference. You don't like them faggots. I like that. They you don't do. like them. Except other faggots. Five six seven oh five sixty. Rectum. Pound. Look at that phone, man. Dead as a doornail now. Look at that. Looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. What's oh, that all know, about? You haven't been taking any calls all day. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've been taking calls up the old yin yang, man. We're taking more calls today. Than we have in about a month. Maybe we exhausted our supply. Maybe those ten people are like worn out now. Oh, those people are Maybe never worn, worn out. Go you know air it man. out. Last call for calls, man. And I think I might just uh, crank up a little that. Right. Motown again. Right. Oh, standing in the shadows of Motown. One of the really great flicks. I'm sure that all of you are going to go out and buy it right now. Not. What do you say? Not. Alright. Oh, do, 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 do. Oh, do. Nice doy up, Mo. You see that? He doy it right up. Excellent. Okay, we got a couple of smattering. It probably ain't going to be too exciting. We'll see. WQAM, hello. Yeah, could I speak to Neil, please? Is this a phony voice or is this a real yes. voice? Phony voice. Who? Yeah, what do you got? I just want to give him two, uh, two books. Is this a direct line to him or have I got the wrong number? 
Yeah, this is the direct. This is the bat line. I'm on the bat line. Well, <laughs> now his voice is changing. You're ready to call. That's good. Keep going. How many other voices do you do? Like Rich Little. They all sound like you. Okay, they all sound that. like me. Now they they all sound that's like that. you, yeah. Oh, well, that, 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 that can't be possible, man. Oh, that's possible. Is this, is, this, is this the lifeguard? Is this the gay lifeguard? Sorry for no, it's answer, not the gay lifeguard. It's the gay lifeguard. Yeah, is this Prince uh, William? Is this well, Prince William? Well, that's how your mind's wired, mate. That's not me. Okay, mate, yeah. We got your mate over here, and by the way, he ain't feeling too good. You might, mate. He's pretty sore. Five six seven oh five sixty. That was outstanding. See, I, I what did I tell you? See, you have to have you have to have that uh, per per. What is that word I'm looking for? Perspicacity. No, that's not it. Perspiration. The perspiration. You have to perspire and expire. No, you have to persevere, man. You have to have that perseverance. Ah. And keep plowing through and plowing through. And then after the first 40, 50,000, then you finally get something like that and you say, God, that was well worth it at 45 times the price. I guarantee you won't hear that on the uh, Juice and Toast show. And no way, Jose. Let's talk to Pat Riley again and see what Pat has to say about his hairdo, huh? Hey, Slick, how you doing? WQAM, hello. And how's doing? That's the most important thing. QAM. Uncle Billy. Yep. It's here, uh, Steakhouse. Yes, Donna. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Good afternoon. And back to you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have listened to you, oh, my God, probably... Uh, 100 years. years. I guess. About How many? I don't know. Probably close to 30. When you used to have a show at night, mm-hmm. when you used to do the, the dating show, do you remember that? Yes, I said, the mating and dating show on WNWS 790. That's when 790 was worth listening to, yes. Man, that was great. It has been absolutely phenomenal. It, it has. And the price is right, too, right? The price is right. The price, hey, it's free. The price is right. Even at twice the price. Thanks a lot, Pally. Okay. The check's in the mail. Thank you. See, there's a guy. He's not got no complaints. Been listening how many oh, years? Very nice guy. A very nice guy. Well, at least he sounds like it on the phone. How the hell do you know? Maybe he's an ass murderer. I doubt it, though. He sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, that sounds like a reasonable guy to me. You he was on that mating and dating show. He's probably like uh, some kind of a stalker or something. He's a good guy. All the complaints. Yeah, we just want to unload. It's all, they're all coming from the building. They're coming from two buildings. They're coming from across the street and, of course, inside our building. He's picking on our sports nerds today, and I guarantee you that Clarence ain't too happy about that. He's probably rubbing his hind legs together like a grasshopper. He's so upset. So what did you two uh, guys talk about in there, huh, about uh, UPS, about uh, exciting packages? Babes, hot babes. Yeah. I'm serious. What the hell did you talk about? We talked about what happened yesterday, what we did on the show all about day. About how it was absolutely... Right. Oh, we're fine. Unacceptable, hon? Acceptable. That's what I was reaching for. Is that it? And how uh, how you thought that at least somebody uh, at some other day... I would have... I mean, Bo Camper, I understand. He's as uh, dull as a 400-year-old razor blade. You know, like I said before. And run with but, I mean, I would have thought that the mad dog, I'm always going to bat for him and for these other sportsters. I thought he... All he would have had to do is mention it a few times. Man, he had 80,000 votes on there just to jam it to those bastards. I mean, even as it is, even as it is right now, I just checked it a little while ago, I was reading some of those amusing comments on there, bashing my ass, which is very funny, um, even as it is, uh, we're just a little bit behind them. You keep forgetting, because remember the line from The Exorcist, there is only one? Yeah. Well, that slogan here applies, there is only one subject. Oh. Sports. Is that it? Sports. That's it. Oh. 
I thought talking it was, about the newspaper oh. or another radio station. Eh, what does that have to do with the game? Right, I forgot. But it's a sports station, supposedly. No, it's, it's a, but it got some very important game, talented the game, people game, on there, like Orangehead and uh, Greenhead, Jocks, Greenberg, Goldberg. They got that Sydney uh, Green Street on there now from New York, from the Army show that got canned. And that is named Sydney Green Street. Right, Green Sleeves. Five six seven oh five Green Jeans. Mister Green Jeans is on over there now, along yeah, with toast and juice and uh, spinach frittata. Dead. Who's dead? Green jeans. Oh, damn it. I never watched those shows. Maybe that maybe it that's sucked. what I was lacking. I watched Howdy Doody. As a child I watched Howdy Doody. Yeah. How how did he duty? As a matter of fact, oh uh, now this will mean nothing to you. We got a newsman on the C B C here, his name is Don Newman. He's he's about hundred and fifty years old. He's been on there as long as I can remember ever watching C B C the first time about seventy five thousand years ago. And his face is coming apart in chunks, and he looks like an old Howdy Doody. He's got a bad, I don't know if it's a, a piece or if it's like, a, I don't know, but he looks like a, about a 200-year-old Howdy Doody, Don Newman on CBC. I guess people are afraid to tell him, hey, guess what, baby, time to hang it up, sweetheart. Maybe a squirrel died as he was walking into time the tree. Time to retire. No, it's not just the, the, the hair, it's just the whole face is all, like, bloated and distorted, like happens to guys when they get to be 110. Mm-hmm. Man, he looks bad. WQAM, hello. Neil, uh got something for you. I'm not understanding why is it that I hear Republicans and they're speaking about uh, America stands up and cheers and Democrats sit down. I mean, if you don't like something, you're not going to stand up and clap for it, are you? Not because they're a bunch of wimps, man. They're stupid. That's why. Because they're afraid like, uh, and that's why they were kissy-kissing with uh, your president with that butcher right after the speech well, last no, no, night. Not, not my president. Don't go there with it's me. With not somebody's my... president. Somebody's president, not ours. <laughs> Take care of yourself. You too. Yeah. With that butcher. the butcher, and That's the one thing. I'm in the Pyman, man. He had his finger right on that. Pretty sad day when we have to agree with that. I'm in the Pyman. Yeah. yeah. Pathetic. Butcher is an understatement. Innocent people dying every single day. And then these elections that don't turn out the way. Oh, well, we're not going to deal with you folks because we don't like the way it turned out. See, they, they think that they can fix the elections everywhere. And unfortunately, they don't got their buddies in Diebold uh, taking care of the voting over there. That's what they need to do. They're too busy working up for the uh, for the uh, congressional elections this fall. They got all their they got all their uh, peas in that basket. You ever pee in a basket? Well, don't. I must Let's have. See if it got, it got like holes in it. Like a laundry basket. I bet you Ricky Martin has though. Twelve forty. Now you better listen to that bit a few times and make sure that uh, clearance don't. Uh, uh, I, just, I just heard water running. That's all I heard. <laughs> oh, you know I, I don't I don't know what to say about him. I guess the less said the better. He just. He just sends me right to the bowl. I mean, I just want to get on my hands and knees and puke my guts out. Ricky Martin? No, Clarence. And, and of course, now now that he's, like, naked, you know what I mean? I mean, before he always had somebody to uh, kind of back him up, if I can say that, you know what I mean? Oh, but now that his backup has become a sales nerd, and now he's all alone standing stark naked out there in the middle of the hallway, and it's it kind of exposed a few pimples and things. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? <laughs> you know exactly what, things what are you I talking mean. about. 19 to 1 at 560 WQM on your show. Oh, God.
45, that's uh, actually not too bad. You know, Ben Campbell used to be a backup singer on some of the Beach Boys uh, tunes. Did you know that? I did not know that. I mean, really? I might have, but then I forgot. Glenn Campbell. I saw an interview, an old interview with Glenn Campbell. He talked about how he used to, like, uh, you know, show up in the studio with all the guys that he, you know, people uh, he liked. And he would do backup. Well, I mean, so to speak. Right. And then uh, have a little drinky poo or two and then, like, hey. uh, have a good time. Of course. That's what it's all about. Glenn Campbell. Who is the biggest no-talent celebrity of all time? Paris Hilton, 269. Boy, they sure hate that bitch. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't pee on the best part of her if they could find it. Rosie O'Donnell, 73. I hate this poll, 66. Ashley Simpson, 65. P. Diddy, 61. J. Lo, 24. Arnold, 24. Arnold, the governor. Tori Spelling, 23. Adam Sandler, 19. Boy, he gives me spilkies bad. Oh, yeah. I'd rather listen to O.J. McDuffie and O.J. Uh, Simpson and O.J. Uh, what's another O.J.? Uh, Come on, Josh. Orange Julius. Well, I like Orange Julius a lot. In fact, I like the um, strawberry Orange Julius. You ever have that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not good for you, though. It's no. pure sugar. It's like that sugar infusion, man. Arsenio, 15. Sliced Stallone, 15. Britney Spears, 14. Ellen Degenerate, 14. Would you like to see Britney Spears, Ellen? Mm. Wayne Newton, 14. No comment. Ed Sullivan, 13. Snoop Dogg, 12. Tony Danza's got a dozen. Ben Affleck's got the same. Same guy. Same personality, anyway. Keanu Reeves, 10. Whoopi Goldberg. Keanu Reeves, Canadian boy, born in Toronto, eh? Big deal. Mm. Whoopi Goldberg, 8. <laughs> Maybe that explains a lot of things. Dr. Phil, 7. He's not actually moving up there the way we thought. You know, he usually does on these pools. They despise him, but out of sight, out of mind. Ever since Oprah took the, uh, oh, well, she's not doing that great either. Jay Leno, seven. Madonna, seven. Emeril Lagasse, six. Bob Dylan, six. Oprah, five. Courtney Love, five. They like, oh, they're, they're sucking up to Oprah because they're afraid that if they don't, they're not going to get one of them livers. Frank Sinatra, four. Courtney Cox, four. Did we, didn't we put Courtney Love on here? I already I passed her. You might have. Well, he didn't. You didn't put Courtney Love on yeah, there. What's wrong with you, man? Yes, I did. Where the hell is it? I don't see no Courtney Love. Where is the love? Come on, let's have some dolphins Where love here, the man. Love? I'm looking for Courtney Love. Do you see Courtney Love? Not I'm lately. looking and looking and looking. Well, keep I looking. Courtney I see five votes. I just got through saying it for Christ's sake. Will you calm down? Frank Sinatra four. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> Courtney Cox four. Ozzy Osbourne four. Vanna White three. I get my Courtney's. How about Alan Courtney? Rita Carl Cosby two. Gary Moore two. Somebody remembers him and Derwood Kirby. That's probably old Chicken Neck. Bill Shatner's got a pair. Martha Stewart, one. She's got a pair, too. Bruce Willis, one. And Ted Hunter and Dean Martin have none. 831. Well, we got a shot at close to 1,000 votes during the poll today. That would be a real feather in our crab, wouldn't it? Because I didn't put this one on here until like 8 o'clock this morning. Yeah, whatever. What? Well, that's because we're concentrating on our own stuff. That, that's the stupid Herald stuff with all that inside, uh, you know, all that baloney, all that phony garbage on there. Which, by the way, Fat Boy's uh, putting a lot of the messages on there. You're not fooling anybody, Fat Boy. When I find out who gave uh, him that email address of mine, Duff, I'm going to, like, uh, blow somebody's brains out. You know what I'm saying? You fairy. See, sometimes people, they, they act without thinking, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about it for, like, about ten seconds and think, is this somebody that Neil would really want to communicate with in any way, shape, or form? And the answer, of course, is absolutely no. not. But nevertheless... A website called TMZ.com, which is a uh, one of those 80 million uh, entertainment website kind of things. Okay. They've obtained documents in Michael Jackson's custody case in which the singer's lawyer accused the judge of being prejudiced against his famous client. 
In the legal papers, Jackson's attorney claims that Judge Stephen Lacks, L-A-C-H-S, made comments that Jackson obtained passports for his children by the use of subterfuge. In the papers, Jackson's attorney claims the judge made other comments indicating bias, including that Jackson's been reported to have made anti-Semitic statements, that the kingdom of Bahrain is the most or one of the most anti-Semitic countries in the world, and that the kingdom of Bahrain would make it difficult for Jackson's children to be bar mitzvahed. Oy vey. Well, now, why would they be bar mitzvah? I, I, don't, I don't understand that. Is uh, the supposed mother Jewish? No, I don't think so. Debbie Rowe? Yeah. How about Fish Rowe? Jewish my ass. Row your boat. Lax allegedly made the comments in a hearing last November in connection with Jackson's... Oh, well, here you go. She is Jewish. I told you. See? In connection with Jackson's custody dispute with his former wife, Debbie Rowe, Rowe, who is Jewish, has expressed concern in the past about the religious influences on her children while in Jackson's care. She ought to be worried a lot more than about the religious influence, if you catch my drift. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the papers, Jackson's lawyer, Michael Abrams, wrote, Judge Lax is Jewish, as am I. He has made me aware of this in the past. I understand Judge Lax's concern about anti-Semitism and anti-Israel sentiments, which, by the way, there is absolutely no connection between those two. Abrams takes issue with the comments, alleging no evidence was ever presented on issues of Jackson's alleged anti-Semitism. In fact, just because he drinks that Jesus juice, huh? Right. That don't make him anti-Semitic, does it? Last November, ABC News aired phone messages in which Jackson allegedly said of Jews, they suck, they're like leeches. Ooh. Last month, Jackson's lawyer filed papers demanding that Lax withdraw from the case. He stepped down last month, and the custody dispute is going on. And Debbie Rowe. I wonder if she's kind of Tommy Rowe. He kind of makes me dizzy thinking about it. Remember Tommy Rowe and Dizzy? No. Nope. Come on, you got it in your thing there. Right. Dizzy, Tommy Rowe. R-O-E. You don't got it? I thought you had the good stuff in there, man. There you go. You got it? Is that you? Dizzy! I can't believe you got Tommy Rowe. Well, I got all the hits by Tommy You Rowe. probably got Preacher Rowe on the other flip side of this, too. No, I got Sheila. Dizzy. Song about Dizzy Dean. got this. Oh, yeah, it sounds familiar to me. What is that? Tommy Rowe. No, you're good. There you go. Have it now. Wait a minute. Don't tell me. Sweet Pea. How'd I guess that? How about this? Oh, yeah. Big hit for Tommy Rowe. Sheila. Right. Do I, my, do I know my Tommy Rowe or what? Well, how about this one? Uh-oh. What that? Everybody ought to know this one. Okay. Everybody, I see. Everybody. Okay, that's enough, Tommy. Oh, one more, one more. These were all hits, you know. He did have a lot of hits. Don't ask me why. Guess there's nothing else going on at the time. I got that. Never heard that. You never heard that before? Hazel, that Hazel song. I did. All the other ones. Yeah. I'm trying to forget that one. And all the other ones I remember, but hooray for Hazel. He must have been watching that. Uh, what was the show that Hazel was the uh, maid? Was that? It was called Hazel. It was called Hazel. Uh, well, I'll be damned. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're doing a little bit of TV trivia here today. The answer to the question is Bob Cummings. Pound five sixty <laughs> in the Verizon. What? Don't remember Robert Cummings? <laughs> no. Oh come on! He was on like a whole bunch of horrible shows. I'm sure I saw him. You when you have uh, lunch with Chicken Neck next time, you ask him about Bob Cummings. Hey Brian, bring me an album. There you go. Well, no, he, he's not a singer. He was. Bring you an oh, album? picture album. Oh, I see. You can print some of WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. 
Do you know that Michael Jackson, he converted to Islam? And he had a song about Allah and Quran? Yeah, and? Well, he's over there living in the middle of all the mishmata heads, so why the hell wouldn't he, man? You know, when in Rome, do what the Bahrainis do. I don't think them uh, Muslims take too kind to uh, child molesters, though. I could be wrong about that. Unless, of course, they have a lot of money. Then they kind of, like, look the other way. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, please. Yeah. Yes, sir, speaking. Neil, God. That's me. I didn't get a chance to hear the end of the survey yesterday for the most... Missed restaurants in Florida in the last 20 years. Yeah, Burton Jack's. Well, uh, was Clifford's mentioned? It was, uh, wait, Clifford's had like only 10 votes, so uh, get out of here. Let's go back. Let's have some more restaurants that are no longer in business. Let's hear about Wags and Sambo's and Rudy's and Wolves. Come on, let's do that uh, deal again. Not uh, Hot and Now. I sure Actually, Sambo. the guy with Hot and Now is what got me started on it. He sent me off. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Hot and Now, my ass. That's what I heard. Hot and now. And it was the Pepsi people started that because I told you that's a true story. And that thing lasted about seven minutes. They built a whole bunch of them, and then uh, like an hour later, they were all closed down again. It was not so hot, and uh, no, not now. It was crap. Well, I'll tell you, these phones are smoking today, man. We've had some great calls. We haven't even heard from Eddie yet. We know that'll kill about an hour and a half. Baboop, baboop, baboop. I got news for you guys across the street, man. Like I said before, you ain't got Eddie yet. Once you get Eddie, then you got everything you need. Then they'll be all right. We got Beth Bernstein. We got Bonnie Bernstein away from you guys. How do you like that? Mm -hmm. And she actually seems to have some clue what planet she's on, as opposed to that bimbo you brought in there this morning. Or that Troy brought in there. No wonder he ran away. You said he came and he brought her in there and he ran? That's uh, kind of how it happened. I think now I understand. The one that said uh, she used to sell my show when uh, the station she worked for in Vero Beach carried my show. And I said, right. Man, whatever whatever she's on, you ought to, like, ask her to share. It's nice to share. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Spastic line, yes, sir. All right. Can I speak to Neil? Speaking, like I just said, yes. How you doing? Can we uh, talk about a restaurant that I went to last night? Now, wait a minute. George is laughing. Well, this is not why it's closed down yet. He was there just last night. It's not a closed down one. I thought that's where he was going. Yeah. Zuccarello's on Commercial Boulevard. Zuccarello's or Zuccarelli's? I never heard of it. Zuccarello's. Fifteen years. I ate there for the first time. Amazing. Amazing. Really? Yeah, really good. Zuccarello's, what did you have? Let's hear what's on the menu. Let's start with the minestrone. Well, they had the pasta fagioli. Pasta fagioli. I love pasta fagioli. Yeah. Pasta fagioli, right. Yeah, they had their homemade bread over there. Mmm. Did they and have they garlic had, butter for the bread? Oh, the garlic butter. Yep, they had the garlic butter. Just knock your there. socks off, man. Especially if you smear some on your ankles. If you're a vampire. Right. Then we had the uh, they had a seafood chiapino. It was like uh, a pasta. Wait, Alex, wait a minute. Ask Joyce if he can say that. I don't think he can say that. <laughs> seafood chiapino. Yeah, you pour some water on it. You ought to see what grows out of it. And. Pasta dish with all the goodies, the clams, mm. the uh, what's the name of Zuccarello's? Zuccarello's, Zuccarello's. Zuccarello's. Yeah. on commercial. Okay, we'll set our crack sales department over there and get them right on the air, right? Right. We got a crack sales department. As a matter of fact, they're probably selling some of that right over by Chuck's right now. That's Chuck's Sub Center. How you doing, Chuck? That's our buddy across the street that we used to get food from all the time until you decided you didn't like his food. Five, six, seven. You know, you know, you think I'm joking when I told you that today was like the turning. No, no, seriously. I never think you're joking. I got a little less than three years to go, and believe you me, from this day forward, I hold nothing back. 
Nothing. Zero. Count it. Uh, take it. Take it well, from me. You know, I don't joke about things well, like that. Wear a diaper when I stay forward, then, when in doubt, I'm going to blurt it out. You know, Chuck's a good guy, and you just turned yeah, on a man. You yeah, said yeah, that you didn't like his food, which you know hurt his feelings. I, I uh, said it after like you did. Free plug because I think that the audience might like his food, and he's right next to that stadium diner that sent me that crappy omelet that time. Uh-huh. Well, I actually didn't send it. Somebody actually paid for it. Remember that? Yeah. That was bad. Talk about egg farts. Scott, Joyce would have been foaming at the mouth if she'd have been anywhere near me that day. I never met Joyce yet, but I understand she's a real beast. Yeah, I've heard this. I always thought that one beast was enough at every station. 855 votes. We're going to make a 1,000 today in spite of all this cockeride that's going on, in spite of our sports people like playing hard to get. Well, that, Neil, we, don't, we aren't going to participate in that juvenile stuff. Okay, whatever. And by the way, you guys have been passed already. You know, the interesting part of it is, and I'm sure that they're leaning heavily in the other place, uh, we ain't been passed by that much. I just took a look at it, a puke at it once. That, that, that's the sad part. Although we, we had eight, we had like almost 900 votes yesterday, and now we got like 1,100, something like that, 12, whatever. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? We could have like 5,000 now if we had like a little assistance, man. Everybody likes a little assistance. And what do we get? Just totally a shine, man. The shining. Remember the shining? I told you it wasn't all that good. Right. It's not. We got shined. God, that's going to be our poll question. What would you rather get, your shoe shined or just shined in general by the uh, sports staff at QAM? Maybe they're afraid of the outcome. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, my God. This is 560 QAM. Not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. Absolutely. He can his Better have a good defense. Would you call that a nice shack up? He can his You ruined a thousand retirement. And it is time to pay for all your crimes. Pretty soon you will be serving hard times. He can it late. You put in round in the red. He can it late. Go to prison for a while. Taxes you didn't pay, income you just didn't buy. You stole billions from your employees, and now you're going to the penitentiary. Taking it late, stay in jail. Till you're dead. 103, it's that uh, Ken, uh, Kenneth Lay and uh, Jeffrey Schilling, Skilling, whatever his name is. It's uh, pretty sad, and nobody cares. That's what's even sadder. Except all them people that lost their life savings, so thanks to investing in Enron because the gambling channel led them down the garden path. That's why you belong on death row, uh, Ted David. You know, I hope a lot of them were Republicans. Oh, yeah. That'll teach them. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Here's a fax from Dick. 
spelled very bizarrely, too. But anyway, Glenn Campbell played guitar on almost every Beach Boys album in the 60s. He also replaced Brian Wilson in their touring band after Brian's initial breakdown after Brian's teddy bear ran away. Campbell was replaced by the I Write the Songs writer, Bruce Johnston. I remember Bruce Johnston. And then it says Bob Cummings. Love that Bob. And there's a picture of Bob Cummings, I believe. Isn't that Bob Cummings? That is Bob Cummings. That's regard. That's Bob Cummings. I write the songs. No, he don't sing I write the songs. Terry, uh, Barry Manilow, and Bruce Johnson wrote it. For Terry, Barry, Barry, the fairy. Barry? Oh, come on, you stepped on poor Barry for Christ's sake. Boy, he's looking bad these days. Not that he ever looked good. My God, he's looking really bad. What did he just do, Terry, about 96? My goodness. Hey, Barry. You fairy. And that, and that, of course, is good for Barry Jackass, Barry Manilow. A lot of Barry's. Including a mo and his do, 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 do. dingleberries. Five, six. I was thinking of dingleberries. Boy, how sad. How sad. 39% approval rating, and the Democrats are there. Hey, oh, hey, can we please kiss your ass? Hey, will you, can we be photographed with you? Hey, you know, just in case, just in case the poll numbers turn around, can we uh, get a photo op? They all make me ill. The politics in America suck, okay? Just remember that. There's some, you know, there's some really incredibly courageous people like Cindy Sheehan and Michael Moore and about four, you know, four or five others. Yeah. And, and that's it. Our friend Howie. Right. Howie Dean, who every time he speaks, oh, we don't want nothing to do with him. He's uh, out of control because he's speaking the truth. Right. Howie Dean is the man. I've been telling you that. I told you that in 2004. I told you that. That John Kerry had about as much personality as a dead man. Kind of like the Joe Zagaki of politics. My God. But no. Oh, that Howard Dean. And remember what I told you? Mm -hmm. The Republicans were ecstatic. As soon as Howie Dean got made to look like a goofball, they, they were rubbing their hind legs together with Clarence. In fact, they were probably rubbing each other's hind legs. Four Canadian diplomats, including the charge d'affaires to Iraq, escaped injury yesterday when their vehicle was shot at in Baghdad by U.S. soldiers. That'll teach that Paul Martin, even though he ain't here no more. Yeah. That'll teach him a lesson or two. He'll be calling the president a moron. Or maybe that was Chrétien that said that. Well, whoever it was. A lot of them said that. Everybody in Canada says that. Hey, Bush, you're a moron. The vehicle reportedly carrying charge of affairs, Stuart Henderson. I wonder if he's kin to Paul Henderson, who scored that most important goal in the 72 Canada victory over the Russians in the Olympics. Here's Foster Hewitt with a call. I'm sorry. The vehicle, reportedly carrying Stuart Henderson, came under friendly fire after it apparently attempted to pass an American convoy, said U.S. Lieutenant Colonel Barry Johnson. Hey, Barry. You fairy. Spokesman for the multinational force in Iraq. There were two convoys. We're looking at the reason shots may have been fired, said Johnson. I haven't seen the final report yet, eh? However, however, military convoys carry markings warning that the common procedure is not to pass a precaution against suicide bombers. If vehicles fail to respond to hand signals followed by, followed by warning shots, shots may be fired at the vehicle, he said. Canadian and U.S. officials are investigating. I guarantee you we're not going to sit still for that up here, eh? Yeah, right. What you we are do pissed off. We're going to, like, turn uh, a bunch of wild geese with uh, bird flu loose on your ass. Uh -oh. And then some of them moo cows, man, that got that BSE, whatever that is, that moo cow disease. Oh, the Then uh, you'll fear bovine, us. Toxic That's or... it. Encephalitis uh, graphy ass your, uh, right. Your ass is grassy, uh, whatever it is. Grassy knoll. Man. I was speaking of grassy knoll. I just had a thought. But we can't say it. Yeah. Don't. I... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Ever have a grassy knoll? Mm-mm-mm. My, my. I got a grassy mole. Enrique loaned it to me. 
came in with in the mail with a nice Christmas card. I guarantee you, O.J. McDuffie didn't get no Christmas card from Enrique. Ha ha! How do you like that, loser? Also, I guarantee you that <clears throat> Greg Reed never sold no house to any of them uh, omelet and toast over there. You know, you know, the funny part of the thing is that they're convincing themselves that they're really hot stuff, that they got something going, <clears throat> and we know that that's not the case. That, that, that's the saddest part. They're, they're like having a party in their pants because they got the same five people writing crap, mm -hmm. including our own fat boy, by the way. He must know he's on the way out. That that, <clears throat> that would give me sexual satisfaction. That, that would just really? give me, I, I would just, I would rub my hind and front legs together. I'd be so excited. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you there for a second. There's something interesting. You know that uh, Bruce Johnson wrote that song for Barry Manilow? Uh, there was something um, on the Internet I read about it because I came across it. He said that to this day he makes $250,000 a year off that song. I write the songs? Yeah, he wrote that about, um, he wrote that song about Brian Johnson, but he, or, um, yeah, about Brian Wilson, I'm sorry, he wrote it about Brian Wilson. Right. But he says, to, he says to this day, through, I guess, residuals and whatever else, he still makes 250 grand a year off that one song. What a guy, huh? Not bad. Pretty far out, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I picked up my and especially pants when you consider that, that. that people are actually buying that crap, that's really what's most Ooh. amazing about it. Yeah, I guess he probably makes this more from, I guess, concert residuals, because he still draws a pretty good crowd, Barry Manilow, and he probably yeah. has to pay from that or whatever, so. Yeah, I think anyway. he's going to be like at uh, some uh, Podunk Casino here in a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, some, uh, yeah, Hard Rock or something, half full house. Thanks all for right, the good so. news, Pally, thanks. That's all I got. So, like, just a bunch of old bag hags show up to see Barry Manilow, you know? Like, oh, yeah, I guarantee you. In fact, uh, Lynn uh, Samuels probably shows up to all his concerts. Give him a big hug. Oh, can I hug your nose? Can I squeeze it? Shape our future. Last night, my... Oh, boy. See, this is the new... He's got his own show now. He's on every day on the Talk in the Head Network. The he's show? got his own show, yeah. Pathetic. You wanna leave me? Yes.
way, Ben Harper is great. Too bad he sings such crappy music. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Other than that. Huh? I said, what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe you like send him uh, some ideas. Some, some well, pointers. He obviously knows what good music sounds like. Cause he yeah, because he sure as hell can sing it. But, boy, he just, uh, his own selections yeah, are kind of weak. Well, we're sorry about that. Sorry, Ben. He's uh, great, though. Anyway, standing in the shadows of Motown, I'm telling you, I'm begging you. I mean, we've you know, probably turned down to some movies you hated over the years, but uh, you won't hate that one. Unless, of course, you have no taste in music. Right. There's always that. There's always that problem. Unless you like Barry Manilow. If you like Barry Manilow, you'll probably hate this, uh, this movie. Wouldn't you think? Oh, I don't know. You and like if both. you like Barry Manilow, we'd probably hate you anyway. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQAM. Attention, men. I never dreamed I would be saying that. I only thought... I thought you said it all the time. No, I thought your buddy says that. He does. Attention, men. If you have a hair... Fakes orgasms, I fake foreplay. songs of his that I didn't hate. But then I got yeah. older. Are you admitting you like Barry Manilow? Oh, oh you're fairy. Mandy Josh, was a hit. Josh hates Barry Manilow. Yeah, I'm good with that. Good with what? Not interested. I didn't ask you if you're interested in doing him or something. I just asked if you like any of his music. Was there any song that he ever sang? That, uh... Uh, there you go. Mandy. Oh, God. That's so good. Huh? Huh? Horrible. He's a, he's a bad lounge act. Wait, what the hell is that one? I used to have to play this as a DJ. No. Oh, yeah. It's got something to do with the... You have to play a lot of Barry Manilow, uh, now that I recall. What is that? It's a big hit. What is it? This is the extended version. Oh! I'll give me a hit. 75. 1975. And that's really going to do it for me. It could be magic. Okay, it could be tragic. Okay. In fact, I guarantee you won't hear that on bad, but I'm, 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 I'm magic. Kill it! Gunung, as they say in China. Enough already. White House photographers aren't... <laughs> you are... No wonder Clarence hates you like poison. He told me that. 
He said, next time that that little putz comes in here and starts giving me a lecture. <laughs> we just had a chat, man. Yeah, right. You had a chat about what? Chat about man, what? about Batman. Get out of here. Chat this. About you and what a mean man you are. Good. I'm glad. Just, uh, I'm happy. Know, lay off way, keep those hate messages coming on that phone. how you blog, can do it. You should be real, doing a sports show. I'm getting really show. amused about that. Keep them coming, Stu Guns. You're the only one and, that's out uh, of step. And Greg Kotex. And keep them coming, fat boy. I guess he wants to go work across the street, fat boy. He could waddle over there. In fact, I'm sure a lot of people would love to give him a helping hand, a, pu- a little push. It better be a long light if he's going to waddle over there. Give him a little push. White House photographers aren't looking for a handout these days. In fact, they've gotten far too many. While the practice of providing news organizations with staged photos of events involving the president goes back decades, veteran shooters at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue say it's become almost a regular occurrence with the Bush administration. Freedom is lodged in the soul... A review of Associated Press archives found that during the entire eight years of the Clinton administration, only 100 handout photos of events were released to the press. During the first five years of Bush's presidency, more than 500 have been distributed. The key is that each of these events was closed to news photographers. The average is about two per week, said Susan Walsh, an AP photojournalist, president of the White House News Photographers Association, after directing that review. She said the White House staff photographer's role is to document the president. They've now crossed the line and become public relations photographers for the administration. You know, it's lies and BS and the cover-ups and all of these uh All of these things. things. Getting wound up here. Yeah, get wound up and spin right on away, okay, like a dreidel, like, a, like an out-of-control dreidel, spin out of our lives. Just like that whole deal in Iraq, kind of like spinning out of control, if you ask me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. Well, I tell you one thing, I've sure made a big turnaround today. I turned it right around. All good. Not the first time. that uh, Ben Harper piece, I actually like to start getting dressed, you know, getting ready for my big two o'clock uh, run to Woodbine. Man, can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna be out that door so fast before you can say Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. See ya. WQAM. Hello. This is Limbaugh. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm not sure what you think about Keith Oberman, but you might want to check this out. He had a, a good ripping session of uh, Bill O'Reilly on uh, it's a little clips on the Internet on uh, uh-huh. Gorilla. Gorilla I like Matt. Oberman. The only problem is nobody watches anybody on MSNBC. I guess I'm the only one that watches him. And you. Did you see that? No. Uh, well, check it out. It's on GorillaMask.net. It's under today's uh, clips, and you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. It's pretty good. Okay. Thanks, Pally. Although I don't really care about Bill O'Reilly, all these people that are obsessed with it. I don't care about him. He's an idiot. He's a, anything to do with Fox, I'm not interested. <clears throat> it is what it is, you know? And by the way, Bill O'Reilly, you think the guys across the street got bad numbers. How about that oh, point oh. that he's maintained consistently? He was going to crush Rush. Remember that? Was the it? Bill O'Reilly radio show. He's taken his stale, phony lying act, his mouth-breathing act, to radio. And in this yeah. market, he's made some impact. Well, if he took his phone calling act to radio, he'd have an audience. There you go. Yeah. Are you saying falafel balls? Yes. That was another one, man. You talk about middle-level management paranoia. The Duffmeister, he thought that that one bit said something about falafel's balls. I think he's confusing falafel with farfel. Remember farfel the dog? No. I think that was Paul Winchell had farfel the dog. He's dead, too, and so is Sherry Lewis. It was a puppet. Farfel the dog. I'll take your word for it. And I think Duff has got his farfel confused with falafel. He's got his balls mixed up. You are not alone, guys. You fairy. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, just seeing if you watched the uh, president last night. Did you catch that? I watched that? the last ten minutes. It was pathetic, yes. 
I have to equate it to an Amway convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very similar. There was a lot of uh, ass grabbing and uh, right, a lot, a lot of uh, cheering and yelling and gung ho, rah rah, sis, boom, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, let me ask. How you about those courageous Democrats, man? Have they got a hey, pair of balls or what? No. Let me ask you, Neil. Um, with respect to your wardrobe, have you have you like sharpened? Yeah, my wardrobe. Yeah, five six seven oh five six. And that's the guy. That always he starts uh-huh. out with some other phony premise. And with respect to my wardrobe, I'm sitting around in my underwear. Okay, that's just just get that vision in your mind. Okay, it'll, it'll get you going on a good diet. You'll lose a lot of weight. Keep thinking about me sitting around in my boxer shorts with my big puppet hanging out here. That's uh, my wardrobe. Are those the plaid or polka dot boxes? These are the uh, the plaid ones. Yeah. In fact, no, actually, these are the checkered ones. I'm going to send you up some Power Ranger boxer shorts. Oh, I can't wait Pretty for those. You know? Take off those checkered pants. No chance in my pants. 567 0560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. One dimensional man. And in regard to your wardrobe, yeah, I'm not here to impress anybody with my wardrobe, okay? I'm a, a dowdy old fat fag, and that's fine. I'm doing just great. No complaints. None. Except this place. Except your place. Oh, my yeah, God. Fine. That place. Remember I was talking yesterday about the place for steak? Yeah. We're changing the, on the front of the building. Instead of QAM, it's going to say the place for Ajita. WQAM, hello. Neil, how's it going? All right. Excuse the noise in the background by the pool. These uh, bastard landscapers got their chainsaws I don't hear anything on. in the background. You sound like you're in a uh, right next door. You sound like you're on my balcony. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was so horrible last night. I could not believe. <laughs> he had the answer for everything. He had the answer for our future. He was going to solve all life's problems right. in one hour. Uh, all these time frames he's got for everything. It was such a joke. He's got the part. answer for everything except those elections they can't fix in all those Arab states that are going to go democratic with all those terrorist winning elections. He's got the answer for everything except that and all the blood that's on his hands. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like pleading with Iran. Oh, please, please be democratic. Yeah. Please understand. Okay, uh, you're you're fading into the uh, drill. Okay, into the uh, power, whatever that was, the Power Ranger, <laughs> the Rump Ranger. Really sad. He's got the answer for all. You know something? If the Democrats had any balls, every Democratic congressperson and senator would have had a can of Comet Cleanser. And as he came off that uh, stage at the end, there were Cheney and Hash that were like, ah, 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 giving that evil look. Uh, as he came off of there, they should all handed him a can of comic cleanser and said, hey, maybe you can wash some of the blood off your hands with this. You out, butcher. Out there, you fine. murderer. You liar. You phony. You idiot. Oh, protesters. There you go. See, they like my idea. But they don't consult with me any more than the people in this radio station. They don't want my opinion. Just shut up. Just just shut up. Take your money. And, and my response is, uh, okay. okay, good. That's good. I don't want nothing to do with it. You you solve all the Greg Reed made problems, okay? You get them all. Nine hundred and thirty votes. What do you think? A thousand or what? You can do it. Kind of slowing down a little bit. We need seventy votes yeah, in thirty three minutes. Really nip and tuck, I'm thinking, aren't you? Nip nip and suck. You can do it. Well, let's give it a shot. We need seventy more by two o'clock. That's the poll we're like constipated on. Hop on it. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is five sixty Q A S. All the crap you can unwrap. All the slime all the time. Hey, it's Howard. Howard David. Welcome back to the Mo Howard David Show, where we're chock full of zany but good, clean family fun. I'm here, and you're there. I can tell you the phrase, huh? You know that pipe smoking thing's rape is funny? 
Is that funny? Huh? What? 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 Since when is gang rape funny? What do you require of me? I require you drop your pants. Uh, now, see here. Right now. Okay, I want those pants okay. drop it. Oh, yeah. down you like it? Hey, get your hands out. Get up and submit. That's my delicate. Don't touch my delicate. I'm tender. Why does everybody want to rape me? Why? Because we think it's funny. That's why. Don't put it there. What are you, some kind of fairy? What do you know about being queer, you moron? I've been right enough to know the difference. We're supposed to be talking about sports here. This is sports radio over here. We love men. From this point on, I demand. To get paid by the Dodoy. Yeah. Now we're going to make something out of this crepe paper, you understand? No. Then maybe later I'll pull the link sausages out of my pants, okay? <laughs> okay. It's a joke, you moron. Ah. Oh, no. There's Martians in my pants. Hello, Warden. How can I help you? Well, you see, Warden, yes? I keep getting raped. I'll look into it right away. Thanks, Warden. It's about time, somebody. And now drop your pad. Huh? I said drop your pad. There isn't a more candle. Give you something to do while you're watching golf. But uh, pouring the uh, hot liquid in your eye. Uh, like this. Ah, now look what you made me do. God, take your pants on. Now, then why? You want to work my show? You'll do as you're told. Now, get over here. Yeah, that's right. Now, come here. Now, get over there. Come here. Now, come here. I'm there. Over here. Oh. Stole the pizza? No, I did not steal no pizza. Stole the pizza? Now, see here. I ain't no pie burglar. Stole the pizza? I did not steal the pizza. I only had one slice. Put your head closer in a glass door. See if anybody's inside. Okay. No. Closer. Closer? A little closer. Like this. Like this. Oh, you're a tough guy, huh? Why, I ought to... Now, see here. All right, all right, you supplicants, step aside. I'm the new Pope, see? I stand before you now. Let me bless you, my son. Under the door. Under the door. Under the door. Well, perhaps you'll garner much under my tutelage. I don't like the looks of that tutelage. Yeah. I don't want your tutelage over me. They'll never find me. Of course, it's more important that I outlive you. Why, I'll have you know. Can I go home now? Oh, I'm sure. Watch out for Mr. Whipple. Forget about it. That's what I say. Amen. Kiss my ass. Amen. 134, big target, 26 till 2. I sure hope he cleaned the dingleberries off first. By the way, that Keith Overman thing is pretty funny. What is that? I want to check that out. About the Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. El Paso. No interest. I do like Keith Oberman a lot, but anything to do with Bill Riley, El Paso. 951, we're not going to make that 1,000. We've got 25 minutes for 49 votes. That's two a minute. Can we do that? I doubt it. We were doing yesterday, better yesterday. And by the way, Dave Friedman and Fat Boy are like uh, freaking all over with comments on that uh, Greg Kotex thing. You've got to keep them off the street. Better than the nuts. Oh, trust me. 
Most amusing. And what have I, what have I always told you about those things? They, they, they veer away and they wander away from whatever the original deal was supposed to be. And all of a sudden they start shouting at each other and it's back and forth. It's a place for misfits, you know. So I'm glad that they found a place to go. Who is the biggest no-talent celebrity of all time? we got 951 votes. Is that what you got? What do you got? Because this is going to be tight. 951. Oh, no. 952, I got it. Reload it. Paris Hilton, 297. Rosie O'Donnell, 85. Ashley Simpson, 74. I hate this poll, 72. Of course. P. Diddy, 71. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold's got... About 30, man. J-Lo, 26. Tori Spelling, 24. Adam Sandler, 24. Britney Spears, 17. Ellen DeGeneres, 17. Dr. Phil, 16. Arsenio Hall, 16. Ed Solomon, 16. Stas Stallone, 16. Wayne Newton, 15. Ben Affleck, 14. Snoop Dogg, Keanu Reeves, and Tony Danza, doesn't apiece. Vanna White and Yine. Madonna and Whoopi Goldberg, eight apiece. Same person. Jay Leno, 7. Oprah, 6. Courtney Love, 6. Frank Sinatra, 6. Emeril Lagasse, 6. Bob Dylan, 6. Ozzy Osbourne, 6. Rita Cosby, 5. Courtney Cox, 4. Martha Stewart, 2. Gary Moore's got a pair, 2. William Shatner, 2. Bruce Willis, 2. Tab Hunter's got one. And Dean Martin's still got the big oh. out of 952. I don't think we're going to make that thousand. It's going to be Josh's fault. I agree. Sorry. Sorry. I'll tell you one thing. What he told me this morning was so depressing. 958, we got a shot. It was so depressing. Yeah. Because, in other words, if we got the new people are lying to me also, then, then that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt. There's absolutely no hope. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? There was one thing about the old regime. We were used to them lying. But if I've been led down the garden path and given a song and dance, then come to find out, well, uh, that's not exactly true. Well, you know what? To hell with it. To hell with it. I'll go out and sell Krispy Kreme donuts on the street corner if I have to. How do you like I that? I thought you'll be selling them. I beg your pardon? You'll be eating them. All for me. Dominatrix acquitted in Klein's death in Dead of Mass. A dominatrix was acquitted of manslaughter Monday in the death of a man who prosecutors say suffered a heart attack while strapped to a replica of a medieval rack. All right. Barbara Asher, a 56-year-old woman who calls herself Mistress Lauren M., was also cleared of dismembering the man's corpse to conceal the death. Prosecutors said that 53-year-old Michael Lord suffered a heart attack in 2000 during a bondage session in a dungeon in Asher's condominium. Asher was accused of doing nothing to help him for five minutes, fearing authorities would discover her business. Asher had her boyfriend chop up the body. There you go. There's that sound again. Of the 275-pound retired telephone company worker, they dumped it behind a restaurant in Maine. His remains have not been found. Well, they dumped it behind a restaurant. Maybe he's on the menu. No, but was it a Chinese restaurant? Prosecutors said Asher confessed to police, but the alleged confession wasn't taped. Investigators testified they did not save their notes. Hey, good investigation. Kind of like what Congress is doing, all these uh, committee hearings, you know, 9-11 and uh, Katrina and all these, uh, all the hearings all the time. Not a damn thing happens. Asher's lawyer, Stephanie Page, said there was nothing to prove Lord was even dead. No body, no blood, no DNA. During his closing argument to the jury, prosecutor Robert Nelson put on a black leather mask with zippered mouth opening and reenacted the bondage session. In fact, he's got a picture of it right here. He reenacted the opening. With both hands, he reached back and clutched the top of a blackboard as if strapped to the rack. Then he hung his head as if dead. Asher's lawyer objected. The judge agreed. That's enough, Mr. Nelson. Judge Charles Grabo said, thank you for your demonstration. Uh, judge Charles Nelson Riley said. He's still alive? Charles Nelson Riley? Hey, Charlie. Oh, yeah. You don't think so? 
Get out of here. You're crazy. Do a Google on it, man. Charles Nelson Riley's alive and kicking. He's kicking it old, ancient style. Crazy? You better start learning your uh, game show people because you sure don't know, mister. 972. We got a shot at 1,000 today during the show. That would, that, that would redeem the whole deal. You know what? That would make up for Todd Dreck and for Fat Boy and for your buddy, uh, let's see, Dave Friedman. 974. 26 votes in 21 minutes. That's just barely more than one a minute. I think Josh is feeling fairly confident at this point. Fundamental incident of war. Yeah, okay. He's not dead. Oh, Charles Nelson, right? I told you. Right. Told you so. Yep. WQAM, hello. Mama always said New Orleans ought to be like a box of chocolate. WQAM, hello. For the phone. Pick your wire. Pick your wire. Pick your wire. <laughs> oh, geez, time's up. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Suck it in and hold it. Winfrey, what did you do? Suggested a book that wasn't quite true. Oprah Winfrey defended James Fry, though he told a million little lies. He wrote a book about his time in rehab. But now it seems that we've all been had. Next we'll find out he never smoked crap. He was addicted to collecting stamps. I think Daddy's full of it. Oprah Winfrey, what should we do? We only read books that you tell us to. Maybe you are the one who's on drugs for putting this book in Oprah's Book Club. Nine hundred eighty-nine vote. We only need eleven more for a thousand. And man, if we get a thousand before two o'clock, we will be free. That will set us free, won't it? Uh, well, no. Oh yes, it's going to set my ass free. Good God, is it bound up? Norman Solomon. No, not lately. In fact, quite the opposite. Okay. Norman Solomon writes domestic Solomon. What did I say? Abraham Solomon. Domestic line. The question that journalists don't ask Bush. Necessary to do their job. You know, that, uh, how long has he been speaking here? About five hours. I think we got a whole new format now on uh, the Talking Head Networks. We got all bush all day. Get out of here! I'm turning got on, a lot uh, of manure to sling. I'm turning on uh, some City Pulse Canadian thing, eh? Day after the death of a man. There you go. With great fanfare the other day, Oprah Winfrey asked James Fry a question that mainstream journalists refused to ask George W. Bush. Why would you lie? Many pundits and news outlets have chortled at the televised unmasking of Fry as a liar. The reverberations have spanned the, from schlock media to highbrow outlets. On Friday, the PBS NewsHour with Jim Lehrer devoted an entire segment to what happened. The New York Times supplemented its page one coverage with an editorial that concluded, Ms. Winfrey gave the audience, including us, what I was hoping for, a demand to hear the truth. A key reality at the National Security Agency's spying story is President Bush lied, but routinely missing from media coverage is a demand to hear the truth. More than two years after he started the NSA's domestic spying without warrants, Bush was unequivocal. During a speech in Buffalo, April 20th of 2004, he said, Anytime you hear the U.S. government talking about wiretap, it requires a wiretap requires a court order. Nothing has changed, by the way. When we're talking about chasing down terrorists, we're talking about getting a court order before we do so. His words. There are such things as roving wiretaps. Fry lied about his personal life in a book, and that infuriated Oprah Winfrey. It is difficult for me to talk to you because I really feel duped, she said, confronting him in the midst of the January 26th telecast. I feel duped, but more importantly, I feel that you betrayed millions of readers. 
Yet the journalists who interview Bush are willing to question him in similar terms. The president didn't merely betray millions of readers, he betrayed hundreds of millions of citizens. Bush lied about basic civil liberties in the U.S. Instead of relying on euphemisms, the news media should directly confront him with the question, Why would you lie? During the Oprah show, while lecturing a powerful book-publishing executive who had served as an enabler for the author's mendacity, Winfrey declared, That needs to change. But what about the powerful news media executives who keep enabling the president's mendacity? When Fry tried to weasel out of responsibility for concocting a phony story about a root canal without anesthetic, the host interrupted after the words, I've struggled with the idea of it. No, the lie of it, Winfrey said. That's a lie. It's not an idea, James. That's a lie. But high-profile journalists are unwilling to confront President Bush on national television with such clarity. That's a lie. It's not an idea, George. That's a lie, George. I got it. How do you like that? I don't. A little on the murky side, 35 here right now. Even February starting out on a mild stage. That's for all the people who want to hear the Toronto weather, eh? And look at that. Sunny and 42 tomorrow. How do you like that? Not that there's any such thing as global warming. And I'm not complaining, man, because I'm going to be six feet under. I'm going to be pushing up daffodils and pansies long before this whole uh, thing's underwater. Before God gets P.O.'d again and hits us with another one in big floods in your pants. Hey, he said he wouldn't do that anymore. Nah, he changed his mind. He's pissed off. You heard Ray, Ray uh, Nogginhead said that in, uh, in New Orleans. Oh, that's right. God is surely mad, right? Maybe it'll be a chocolate flood next time. Exactly. Well, that would be good. What a way to go, huh? Sure. Maybe some of that dark raspberry chocolate. from no, the no raspberry. Pot. Thank you. Some of that fondue. So how'd you make out? You were blood sugar about 600 when you left yesterday? God, I was, my head was swimming. I'm surprised. Even Josh, even a punk like Josh, he was uh, swooning from all that uh, sugar. Yeah, I was hurting. Well, but it was a hell of a way to go, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Good stuff. Just dip that good stuff in there in the chocolate. In fact, well, anyway, 5670560. As a matter of fact, I don't know if they still make them. I'm sure they must. When I was a kid, they made candy cigarettes, chocolate cigarettes. Okay. Do they still make those? Uh, not. I haven't seen chocolate cigarettes, but they make candy cigarettes. I don't think they do anymore, actually. You don't know what I'm talking you never seen them? No, you can find them. You can uh, get them. Out. Yeah. Chocolate Maybe cigarettes. Overseas. So you could dip your faggot right right in that uh, fondue, man. Mm. <clears throat> it would be smoking. WQAM, hello. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How about you fry that two-feet hole? What How about... Uh, oh, this pole. Oh, this pole, yeah. Okay. How about uh, Joan and Melissa? Joan and Melissa Rivers, okay. 997, we got got 1,000 coming any second now. Maybe while you're on the air. Man, that's can a I, feather in your cap. Can I ask you another question? Go ahead. Uh, being that it's Barry Manilow all request day, you once had a bit, I don't know if you can still play it, but it was the tour of Mandy, which was about Grandma's panties, if you remember that. Grandma's panties, Mandy, uh, like Mandy where, Penny? Uh, where, uh, you know, a guy married a beautiful girl. She got uh Gained a lot of weight, now she's like, they're not wearing sexy underwear anymore. I'll be damned. Remember, remember that, George? That? Ring a bell with you? Yeah, I do. Grandma panties, it was called. Grandma not panties, we ain't got that. I don't know where it is. Doing. What? No, I don't know where it is. There's Grandma Gap. Maybe that's where Grandma got her panties at the Gap. New from the Gap, Gap for Kids and Baby Gap. It's the new and exciting Grandma Gap. The blouse I bought at Grandma Gap fit right over my tumor. I found a pair of trousers that fit right over my Depends, even after wearing them for the whole weekend. With my arthritis, I couldn't get out of this dress for over a month. But I didn't want to. It's so pretty. I was trapped in the dressing room for a week. Could you help me 
get out of this straitjacket? I've got rheumatism. Grandma Gap. I've fallen. And a mall near you. And I can't get up. Boy. 149. So that was kind of cute. I mean, it had nothing to do with Grandma's patties, and but nevertheless. No, it was a song. Uh, I don't know where it went, you know, where it came from. Or well, let me ask you this. Who wrote, who writes that song? Uh, Bruce Johnston? Yeah, the Beach Boys. <laughs> thousand and uh, something. Oh! Thousand and four. How do you like that? And we don't need no mo. In fact, we ain't got no mo today, and we got, I don't know what we got. And it's just, uh, today I'm just not in the mood to talk about it. You know what I mean? No. I'm feeling surly, and I feel like uh, like like I'm stranded in the middle of an island, in the middle of the Pacific, in, in the middle of the Asia. We're not stranded. Right? It's a nice island. It's uh, you know Is well, it? well appointed. Yeah, we got nice. a lot of people on the island. Anyway. Sandy we got a lot of lease news on this island. That's right. So all of this uh, sports back and forth, and people slinging crap at each other and trying to make a big deal out of uh, all that stuff. The hell with it. Have a good time, okay? All you guys are on your own. On your own. My, my ancient back, my old faggoty back is getting real tired of carrying the, the whole universe. It's like, remember in uh, Christmas Carol? And Scrooge was carrying a tiny Tim on his shoulders there at the end? Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, my old faggoty shoulders are just, uh, they're, they're wearing down, you know? I'm going to have to start getting, like, some Joan Crawford shoulder pads. Just so I can hold up my own end. What is that? It's Eric Carmen. What is that? All by myself. Oh, I see. Take a long time. On the island. Eric Carmen was, uh... What? Oh, now, why did you send me this? Because I never, I never actually said it. I don't really care one way or the other. I don't know why you sent me that fax. Oh, whatever. No, no interest. Let's see. Steve sends me a fax. It says, I have a shameless request. Could you play the Ray Nagin chocolate song? What, what the hell is that? The Willy Wonka. Uh, it's, uh, no, I know Doesn't what it is. Well, why do you say that? Oh, why yeah. are you telling me that? I'm just, I'm just stalling. Oh, I see. I'm just stalling because it's not called that. It's called Ray Nagin slash uh, Candyman. Who sounds like a moron. It's time. Every time he speaks, it's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweet. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can? Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. There's the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate noir. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll f*** off Juan Valdez. Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can. You know I can. Ray Nagin can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It just wouldn't be New Orleans. You know, now maybe, I'm sure that's the one he wanted, right? That is indeed the one he wanted. Well, how do you know that? Because I know. I know these things. Yeah. I know, you know his what? mind. But it might have been Ray Nagin racist cups. 
Do you know anything about chocolate? From the controversial mayor of New Orleans comes a brand new chocolate treat. This will be chocolate racing. <laughs> it, it might have been, been, been but, but it wasn't. But it wasn't. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. We got about what five and a half minutes to go, and in two o'clock I am racing out the door. You're racist out the door, and you won't see me no more. Not today. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Got to go uh, soak my head in uh, something in 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 kerosene. In kerosene, and uh, smoke a big faggot. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hola. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to, uh, you were talking about ineffective liberals. Yeah. How come nobody points out that Sandra Day O'Connor idiot decides to wait until Bush is president to to resign or to retire? Why couldn't she have done that when Clinton was president? Yeah, bitch. You notice the big standing ovation she got there last night, man. Well, they're all whooping it up, you know, big deal. They're all idiots. You got a good point, Pally. Thanks. Yeah, how come uh, Sandra Gay O'Connor, he's, he's got an excellent point. Of course, he's been in there for a long time now. Yeah. Seems like only yesterday that he stole the first election, and now here he stole another one since. Her health was failing, that was the story. That, exactly, for Christ's sake. She's 100 years old. Don't be picking on that poor. At least thank God for what she did while she was in there, which they weren't expecting. Right. Uh, they were expecting it to be a good goose step in Nazi, mm-hmm. and every time like something mighty important came up, she was swinging it, baby. She was a swing vote. And you got to respect an old bag like that who swings it every now and then. Show it up. You understand? Yeah. She was swinging it. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Feel This has been going on a lot lately. I feel like I've had another one of those cleansing experiences, you know? Really? Like, yeah, like, yeah, I really do. Because, you know, when I came in here this morning and yeah, I sat yeah. down and first started conversing, I was, I was not what you call a really happy camper. No, my blood sour pressure was skyrocketing again, and I was sour and hostile and PO'd that I'd been like left out in the lurch. <sighs> I felt like lurch. Oh no, I have to get that up. Yeah, get get lurch. Now, I don't even waste your time with it. But right, like good. I said, they got their thing and we got our thing, and never the twain shall meet. This is Neil Rogers. Back up, Miami Town. <laughs> At five six zero WQAM. You said. Every nation's trying to keep Iran from building nothing new. Cause every land just could. But Georgie Bush and Condi Rice, they want to bomb them down to size and through. I think they'll end up Bye-bye! Neil Rogers Show.